Like, even smelling nutritional yeast, if I'm not staring at a bowl of macaroni and cheese, will gross me out. It's just, it's not a good smell. And, I'm and it wasn't me, good. I'm not into, like, soy cheese as well. I remember the first time. Oh, my God. My friend's mom gave me a, a, a grilled what? cheese, and I, like, was, like, struggling with it, clearly. She's like, what? What's up? It's soy cheese. And I was like, oh, you witch. You're a witch. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, I remember not, soy cheese. Not a fan of soy cheese as well. It was not good. Um. Maybe that's better now, but... Doubt it. I just uh, bet they're making it out of nuts now because they're like, this is way better. Yeah. But soy cheese is is so gross. And unappetizing. Like, it does not melt. What brand is soy cheese, though? I don't know. It Like, there's something there. It's called some company. I don't know. So delicious is, like, the grossest thing I've ever had. Bad Guy Podcast, where we discuss alluring villains and why we find them so sexy. We cover foes and scoundrels of all genders from our favorite films and TV, whether it's action, romance, comedy, sci-fi, or good old horror. We're getting hot for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're your hosts, <laughs> Markella Dykfist. Eric Blake. Natasha Baptiste. Okay. We might run a little long on this episode. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, I was going to ask about that. Well, we have a lot to cover. Also... And yet, so little. Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) I could talk about the Leprechaun franchise for four hours to myself. Oh, God. I was going to say, I was going to say the reason why we can run long is because this is our 30th episode. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's our... 33rd episode, but the other ones were like special episodes, so whatever. (laughs) Thanks for everyone that's stuck around and is just joining us for the first time. And And if you're just if you're binging and you're listening to this after the 30th, you just keep going. Yeah. I'm sure it it stays pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Just keep Uh, going. Just keep going. I also wanted to, before we started anything, I do have some news. Um, Seattle's doing Crypticon. In May. Tell us a little bit about Crypticon, because you've been before, and I have been jealous. You guys have to go. Like, we should all just go. Yeah. Okay, um, May 3rd through the 5th of this year, so that's two months from now, mm-hmm. um, celebrity guests for 2019 from the X-Files, William B. Davis. Oh my. Ooh. Annabeth Gish. Oh, yes. Mitch Pileggi. Uh, Nicholas Lee? Mitch Pileggi is probably my favorite Leah? from this, the whole series, his oh, character. Jesus. <laughs> like hit me with a bat. Uh, why not? Um, Jonah Ray, Jonah Ray from Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand, nice. and The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail. Could you imagine if Kumail Nagiani was there? I mean, he was in an episode of the X Files. He does the X Files Files podcast. Anyway, yeah, that's definitely amazing. his bag. But yeah, yeah. Uh, D Wallace, Ray Weiss. Oh, I love Ray Weiss. Ray Weiss was awesome. Mm. In the... Um, was it? Fresh off the boat. He was great in that too. Yeah. And is it Adrian? Mm-hmm. King from the Friday the Thirteenth. Amy Steele. David Howard Ooh. Thornton, who did Art the Clown from Terrifier. 
that's going to be intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Barbara Steele, Leona Quigley, Amelia Kincaid from Night of the Demons, Angela, and CJ Graham, who played um, Jason Voorhees from Jason Lives, which if you can recall from our Friday the 13th episode, we talked at length on his butt. <laughs> and how thick his thighs were. It was engaging. Yeah. So there's, um, I saw fan art of his butt and thighs from that movie. It'd so be nice to see that in person, see if it if it actually stands up. I just don't want to sexualize people that I'm going to meet in real life. However, we did cover that on an episode. Um, Eugene Clark from Land of the Dead... And then, the way down at the bottom, I'm skipping people, um, Mick Strawn, who did special effects on A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, which is my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Uh, I think he did, like, the pizza, probably. The Pizza Freddy Krueger. Oh, God. And there was also, last year and the year before that, hopefully this year I haven't checked, but they did an entire panel that's basically our podcast, so it was, like romantic villains or like attraction to villains or something the panel oh um not safe for a working morning which we should have put on our last episode and i didn't realize it until it had been released we got a little weird with the elephant the desk elephant oh oh yeah yeah, that yeah it did get weird in our Mm -hmm. fifth element episode we should have slapped a succulent desk elephant yeah see Mm -hmm. now you brought it up and i'm thinking about it again (laughs) i feel like this is your being i'm just i feel like just putting us on (laughs) will this one be as risque um yes on my end yes there's a lot of swears i found a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. so this is the fun part where we're going to talk about whoop I'm going to start my beer. <laughs> we're going to talk about, um, we're going to spend a good amount of time talking about the films first without talking about the main character, which I think is going to be very difficult, but I think this yeah. is a fun game you've created for us, Natasha, because <laughs> it was her idea to talk about the film first before the villain. Well, we just don't need to get in depth about that. It's like when you, what is it, when you're having sex and you keep edging? What is it when you keep stop? You keep not or having an orgasm. Oh, you keep having sex. Oh God! I think that's called edging, right? I believe that's called edging. Okay, so this, I didn't know there is. A... So this is like the mm. edge game. Going to the edge. The first half of this podcast will always be that. <laughs> the edge. Just think about that every time you. Yeah. So welcome to the edge. Okay, this is the edge. <laughs> uh, good title. We're yeah, always like going that. to use that now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're covering the Leprechaun franchise, yeah. and I did also say that we were going to cover cover additionally the new film, Leprechaun Returns, which we chose not to do because it's not Warwick Davis, and it would. I was just overly excited about the new film, um, but we're not going to cover that. Um, we probably won't, but I wouldn't completely rule it out. I like the old Leprechaun. Yeah. Did you guys watch all of the movies? Yes, except I watched half of six because it kept stopping, and then I'd have to restart my app to Aww. start. Yeah, like for some reason Did that you was like the only re- miss that- the end or something. Well, I just read through synopsis and like got the gist, but like for some reason it was the only Leprechaun I couldn't get on Amazon, and Sorry. so 
I had to get Apple Store or Play or something. I had actually the same issue. So, yeah. Had to basically get the old synopsis. So, wait a minute. The sixth one is back to the uh, hood. Yeah, and that's the one I really wanted to see. God, I mean, sorry. after seeing five, I was like, well... I would watch six, yeah. Yeah, I could have was... driven to your house and dropped it off for oh, you. Oh gosh, that's right. Oh. You have the DVDs. I bought them oh. for fifteen dollars at Best Buy. So oh shit. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I did watch a good piece of it to get a gist on the characters, but then it would play for thirty seconds and stop, and then play for thirty seconds and stop. Okay. Weird. You'll get to give us the school day after the sleepover where you tell us what happened in the horror movie, and then like his brain fucking exploded. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The... That's seriously all I really knew of the Leprechaun series until recently because I had maybe seen some of the first and yeah, yeah. went through all five in one I month. Think, yeah, I think I saw the first one. So did you watch all it. six of them? I did not get to the sixth one. What? Just one, two, three, four, five. Back Why? to the hood. Just the exact same thing. It's not on Amazon. And, and the other no app that I, bought, I downloaded, it was on Pluto TV, which is a free app. You and guys, then the app wouldn't work. I am so emotional right now. And I'll tell is you why. Is it the best one? Oh, hands it down. It is <laughs> miles above any of the other Leprechaun Oh, films. totally. It is. The first half of it that I saw I mean, was like, I'm so stoked It was a this. real movie. <laughs> it is having only read, Having only read about it, like, I don't want to, like, I was like, this sounds awesome. Like, it's very, very silly. I feel like the story made sense more so than any of the other ones. That's how I felt about Five, too, though. I was Same. like, wow. Why didn't you guys tell me And this? his makeup looks the best, too. Like, I think I watched it, like, two days ago. I tried to watch it this morning. It still was doing the same shit. So I have to email Apple. Okay, let's uh, let's start with the first film. I kept my notes to a, a very, very minimum, but that's just because the plot to these movies are pretty minimal. Yeah. It's just a group of people setting Leprechaun picks them off. Well, I mean, it does change a little bit. From what he's, like, obsessing about. Yeah, but it's still, like, a very short but sweet plot line. And then, like, stuff happens. It's not, like, a grand, like, I did feel like they were way too long. (laughs) Oh, my God. They they legitimately could have been an hour long. I checked that (laughs) clock so many times. So did I. Do you guys want to go movie by movie? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um... Movie one, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Eric, you were really excited about that. I was disappointed. I, you know, I'm upset at her for being in this film. I'm not like a Friends fan or anything, but I was just like, oh god, she's so she's so young and like just. It is funny to see people before I don't know before they, they were big. bigger, yeah. But uh, and her character made sense. It fit. I, I thought like, yeah, she was a very she... funny, annoying California yeah. girl, and it's funny. The whole thing is shot in California, but it's, like, set in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it fits. You know, California. She basically plays a more annoying version of Rachel Green on Friends. Like, especially in the first couple episodes of Friends. She's basically the same character. Yeah. One thing about her and the first movie, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but she is not shown in the main floor of the house for uh, 48 minutes. Oh. The first shot of her walking into the house, they go right to it's the basement. It's not a good movie. Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> the editing is like, wow. Bad. I was like, maybe she just wasn't near that set. However, I did like the fight scenes in this movie. Yeah. More so than most of the other ones. 
the fight scenes and like like the actiony. Yeah, scenes I feel like it good. felt like more of a horror film because a lot of it was at night when he was like trying to get them and they're like stuck in the house and then. I kind of liked that feeling that they were just, like, out in the woods and, like, stuck in this house. Because Someone the, was out to get them. Because the dad pieces out yeah. quickly Pretty to quick. the hospital. So then it's, like, the painting crew mm-hmm. doing a great job on the house. Uh, and then the and the guy that's slow. And his little brother. I call him overalls. Overalls. The okay, that's good. brother, and they couldn't get Joshua John Miller in this movie. And that little kid is wearing a 49ers cap in North Dakota. Like, it's just Just not happening. Yeah. Not happening. No. I don't have any notes for this movie. I was going to take notes and then did not. Because it was just so... There was a nice rainbow cave. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was like a flashback or what was going on there. It was just like an introduction. By the way... Did you notice they used the exact same footage at the start of yes. Five? I, yes. there was the, I was like, you can't fool me. I just didn't watch that movie. <laughs> I know. Last week. Like, I know that that's the same footage. So one thing I... The poem was better. Though. I saw... So obviously they did that with... Um, was it Into the Hood? No. That's Into the Woods. What's it called? In the Hood? In the Hood. In the Hood. So In the Hood, it's like a, like a reboot, but so was the second film, which was why... It's not four leaf clovers anymore. It's lead, and his age has changed, and his outfit has changed. So, in the words of Mike Stoklasa, every film after the first film is a soft sea boot, which is a soft sequel reboot. That makes sense too, because it's yeah. just like, well, he just well, ends no, up somewhere else. Yeah, and even the characters are the same. Even so. Back to the Hood is not a direct sequel from. What was it called? Was it in the to, hood? In, in the, the hood. hood? Yeah. Yeah. So the way, the easy way to remember, remember it that. is the rhyme at the beginning is a lep in the hood, which he for some reason know, he doesn't say a leprechaun in the hood because he's but... not a very good poet. <laughs> I watched Into the Woods a couple days ago, so I will not remember that, and you guys will have to help me for the next two hours. So two. Uh-huh. Oh, are we going that fast? <laughs> Let's do it. Um, yeah, they're in one house for the entire movie. There's not much to talk about in North Dakota. There's a tarantula in North Dakota, uh, clearly filmed in California. You can't um, hide. Why? Why not just say it's in California? I don't <laughs> know. Also, I noticed in there in the first movie, uh, the cereal is called Clover Charms instead of Lucky Charms. Oh, that was something. Oh, that that's what I wanted. Out. Wait, before we move on to the second film, uh, because Lucky Charms let them use their box in the movie, and then they saw dailies, and they were like, "We don't want to be a part of this." So that's why they changed it. They refilmed that scene, and then they said, fuck you, Lucky Charms, at the end. Yeah. Obviously Lucky Charms. (laughs) Yeah. And then also, this was because, and they hired Warwick Davis for this, they were trying to make a children's film first, Um, and it was pretty, it was a children's horror film, so it was Mm -hmm. very funny, very bonkers, but they also had all the horror scenes still in it. They didn't add much. Like, um, remember when he's, like, on the little go-kart thing or whatever and he gets pulled over by the cop and he grabs the cop's face yeah it's really grotesque and you think that scene is gonna end but then it shows the cop running through the forest and he kills him there that part was added because they were just like add a little bit more horror but as a children's film they still had him grabbing the, the cop's face and like ripping his face off basically yeah it's very bizarre um so that's why there's so many goofball parts in the film because it's supposed to be for kids. Because it was, like, supposed to be a goofy, scary kids movie. 
which I don't think would have worked either. But that's why, like, the painting the house was weird, and the characters were, like, a little kid and his brother and overalls. Yeah. All right, so the second one, a soft sea boot. Um, oh, the character in the beginning, his beard creeped me out. Oh, the second oh. one? Yes, oh, the dad. The, oh, the dad of the girl. Yeah, yeah. his beard, I was like, what? And there was a terrible wig on the guy in the first movie who starts off. I was, yeah. I believe I wrote it down as the wackest wig in Wigville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's and such a whack wig. The scream the daughter makes when she finds her dad dead, I busted out laughing. Oh, yeah. It was bad. like, I was like, what, what that, is this? <laughs> that girl is gorgeous, though. Crazy pretty. Yeah, I, what's her name? Bethany? I forgot her name. I think I wrote it down somewhere. Um,. This movie, I thought the plot was a little bit more interesting. He had to come back to get his bride. But it was also infuriating. And it was a running theme throughout all the movies where they took their sweet fucking time attacking the leprechaun. Like, why are you sitting there with a gun pointing at him for ten seconds? Shoot the fucking gun and run. But then... I just... It never made sense to me. Well, <laughs> in certain movies, they find out, like, oh, you shoot him, he just dies. But it buys you some time. But in the first movie, literally, they shoot him every time they see him and run away. Like, it's just like... That's true. They interact yeah. with him so much in the first one, it's weird. In the second one, I didn't appreciate how long it took to get the movie going. Oh, me neither. Like, the car, the tour, hearse tour ride. That was forever. It took... Forever. I know. Well, and it's I mean, filled. It's the half... third is, I think, the most egregious. But yes, that. Oh, the third. More. Good God, the third. <laughs> I don't want to no. talk about the third movie at all. This one, <laughs> I thought so. This one, I thought it got going all right compared to the third. But I actually just thought there was after a lot the of car, after the hearse tour. A lot over. of creepy dudes in this one. A lot of very like for sure creepy grabby. Yeah. yeah, like the guy friend that gets um, um yes, uh, whirly faced in the garage. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hung out with you all day. Took off for work. She's like, I didn't ask you. Yeah, all Ian. Okay, <laughs> I wrote down, Ian is a creep. And I was like, yeah. Uh, but, That's uh, what I said. But then I also said that like Cody is also a douche. Like, what is with this town and the people she's dating? And this one also. Uh, <laughs> most of the leprechaun films suffer the, the sexist curse especially oh, yeah. this one and this but... one is this is the first one as far as overall things this is the first one that has boobs in it and that becomes a thing because oh. it, it was in, in the first and the fourth one they didn't even try I to immediately like thought of the fourth film oh my god <laughs> they didn't was... even try with that one the kiss of death and then the girl is just like Anytime people from that I was trying to describe how I felt <laughs> about that scene. We'll get, to, we'll get to the fourth. So second film. Um, so bad. I, um, just to generalize, I loved the bar scene as much as I hated the hearse driving scene. Yeah. We'll get, I have to talk about the leprechaun to go to those scenes. So yeah, we'll I'll Just in general. I loved Michael McDonald, even though he was in it for like two seconds. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Who was he? He was like he the was cafe the bartender. The bartender gave him oh, coffee to soda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god, his one-liners were so good. I was laughing the entire time, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I wish he was in the film like so much more." So I gave Michael McDonald coffee because he came into my restaurant in the morning, and it was like so weird because um, we're not when big people come yeah. in, we're not supposed to, we're supposed to act like we don't know who they are yeah, and not treat them weird. 
but my, he was getting ready to leave and it was like breakfast and my manager was like, go give him coffee to go. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she like poured me like a to-go cup of coffee and she was like, just give that to him. And I was like, no. And I started crying because <laughs> I was like, we're not supposed to do that. He's going to know that I'm doing that because he's Michael McDonald. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't and she did. And I just like sat in the back and cried because I was like so embarrassed. Um, but he was like very um, fit and tan like a an apple that had been out in the sun. You're talking about the barista? Yeah. Oh my God. That was amazing. Yes. yes. I, I, for, for, I thought you meant the bartender for the guy's oh, dad. No, no, no. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, no. I was when, like, wait, they mean the sassy bartender. When the barista, yeah. yeah. is like sobering up and he's drinking the coffee. Yeah. And his yeah. like and getting then he steamed to death steamed is like so cathartic for the Seattle audience. That was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was the sassiest bartender at Morty barista. Morty was ever. an idiot and he made the movie drag twice. I don't like yeah. Marty at all. He was the worst. Like, you didn't need okay, to you, you made him get this drunk, and then you're sitting there taunting him for no fucking reason. And then, you guys got them in the iron chest. And yeah. you could have left. Uh, but when Morty <sighs> died, I was really sad. No, like, I that wasn't. was a horrible death. I was like, oh. thank God that just cut 20 minutes off it this was movie. <laughs> it was, it was a, a horrible death. It was but... a good death, but it was horrible. I just don't want that to happen to anyone, I guess. But then, the only thing that happened in this film, and didn't happen in any other, was that holding the coin meant that you didn't get hurt by the leprechaun, which, like, didn't mean shit in any of the other movies. The, the, it's a soft sea boot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it makes more sense than where you say that. <laughs> Because there's certain Look, things he that has not pretty Kruger powers, and sometimes other people do too. But you're sometimes just not. Sometimes wishmaster yeah. powers. Um, you know, I've heard people complain that the leprechaun just has like no rules at all when it comes to his powers. But I definitely made a list of everything that he did, and it stays consistent. He yeah. keeps like adding to his powers, oh, but totally. they stay consistent afterwards. Definitely. Um, One of his powers is killing people in bathrooms. He just loves it. Always the bathroom yeah. of every bar in yeah. these movies, someone gets attacked. That's true. Do not go to the men's bathroom in a leprechaun movie. Um, I do want to comment on how Morty died, because I thought it was pretty cool. So it was like, Morty was like, give me three wishes. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then he said, the gold in the stomach bit. I wish for all your gold. So then he was like, okay, I'll give you my gold. And he puts it in his stomach, which is weird. That's a very Wishmaster. And tears it out yeah, of him. To pull. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm filled with a cauldron filled with gold in my stomach, which is very disturbing. Really good body horror. And then he says, I wish for you to take the gold out. And so, and then he just rips his stomach open and pulls the gold out of his stomach. If Morty was smart, he would have wished for an ambulance. And then he could have had a doctor do it. I don't know. No, you would have just wished an (laughs) ambulance into his stomach. Oh! (laughs) There's no way around it. Oh, yeah. All right. We should get to... Wait. Wait, anything else? In the second one, he lives in Harry Houdini's tree outside of his house. Yeah. Which is weird because did Harry Houdini ever have a house in L.A.? He didn't die there. I know that. Does this take place in L.A. or North Dakota? It's, it's, <laughs> it's in Hollywood. It's like a Hollywood... Yeah. I don't trust these movies. No. Third so film. I refuse. Um, more rhyming. Very bad I, opening credits, I noticed. And then they do a bunch of Vegas establishing shots. the opening credits. But why didn't they do oh. credits over the Vegas establishing shots? That's true. Um, I re- just remember the jokes 
That's... All I remember is makes horrible Indian joke. I mean, kind of funny. My <laughs> my note, my second note after credits is woof. Pretty quick to the races. It was, like, it was fast. It was so fast. Although even though this one, it took the longest to get to the the gist of everything. Yeah. I like that the side story was actually interesting, with like the people like... who worked in the casino trying to get the coin and like. The girl getting it, and she, like, wished to be beautiful, and suddenly her tits weren't, like, to her waist. I didn't like her. I like... Super nightmare on Elm Street. Caroline Williams, I like, and she loved being this movie. I didn't like her character. I didn't like anything that happened to her. I didn't like the magician guy in the documentary that I I watched. I liked the wish stuff, I guess, yeah. In the documentary, the guy that played the magician was straight up sexist as fuck, because he was complaining about the, the younger actress girl who's, like, in the movie half-naked the whole time and has, like, a really gross sex scene with, like, the big fat guy. Yeah. He was, like, shaming her for wearing a suit jacket over her outfit and, like, hugging it to her, which I'm sure because she was cold. Yeah. Um, And he was just, like, God, he said something about, like, we're making a Vegas movie, not an Amish movie. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. So he's just as horrible in real life as he is in, like, the magician the movie. guy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Fabio or whatever his name yeah. was. Uh, he was kind of seemed like it, yeah. Um, oh my god, Scott was. Ugh. I put Scott just met his first human being, <laughs> which is true, dude. And I said when he goes is into he the five? casino, when he walks in and it's like he's finally home and like he looks <laughs> so happy. I was like, what the f- like? Ugh. This guy is just. But he doesn't uh, know. Creep. They yeah. have a conversation in the car, which is like, oh, you're the first girl I've ever met. You work at a casino? What is it? (laughs) Yeah, like he doesn't know what anything is. And because there's so much of that establishing stuff, the leprechaun's in the pawn shop for the first third of the movie. Yeah. so I don't like the pawn shop guy either because I know his accent was fake and that's not his fault, but... Oh no, that's one of the things I was saying too. I was like, I don't even think he's Indian. Like, in real life. (laughs) Well, or if he is, he doesn't, he certainly doesn't have that accent. And I thought it was really funny that they were taking instructions on how to beat the leprechaun from, like, a cartoon thing on the computer. Oh, yeah. my God. I was oh, like, I like that. that. I love that part. Where he boots up that program, and it's like, there's five options of mythical things to click, but because he can't click, he has to type in leprechaun? Yeah. It's like, oh, the computer usage in these movies, exactly two computers are used. Yeah. And, oh, in the fourth movie, they type... And instead of, like, the blocky type that's on the computer, it's handwritten type for each letter. It's oh. fantastic. Well, I'm going to say yeah. that again when we get yeah. to the fourth movie. Yeah. Um, uh, my but, only other two, like, non-kind of ne- leprechaun notes about this one was just I thought the bodyguard guy was funny. I, I liked him the whole movie. I was yes. like, uh, he was, he made me laugh. Oh, wait. Was he, it was the, he was the casino boss's bodyguard who was, like, really, really dumb. I don't remember him. Oh, wait, no, no, no. He was the... Those were the two guys that were hounding the casino guy for money. Yes, yes, Like, yes. those two guys. Oh, yeah, I thought, hounding the casino guy. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I thought yeah. they were hilarious, because it cut to a scene where it seemed like they were just, like, waiting for something to happen. Like, it wasn't supposed There's to be There's so filmed. much casino establishing and stuff. And they are just talking about underwear, and he's like, do you wear boxer briefs, or... He was like, no, 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 no. I like, I like. Oh, I remember support that part. for. And he was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't like that. It makes I me don't feel weird. I don't know why that's a dialogue in this movie. Me neither. It seemed like they were just waiting for their scene to start, but for some reason that got taped, and they're like, let's keep it. <laughs> there was a good amount of gorilla filmmaking. There, oh, and I... when they got into Mitch's room and they see the leprechaun, they're like, 
okay, what is happening? But it's Vegas, so they're like, okay, this is weird, but whatever. Yeah. We need our money. And they start fighting the leprechaun, and then they all keep saying one-liners. I was like, I just love these guys. <laughs> they were the best. I love it's not realistic. <sighs> I know, but I, I needed more loved them. it. So, weirdly enough, um, the last time I rewatched this franchise, I wasn't paying too much attention to the films as I was watching them, and I remember the third movie being my favorite. Um, this time around, it was one of the worst ones for me. Absolutely. And the only thing I can think of is I was probably having wine. It was probably a Friday night and like the very like 80s, well, like, like sex room with like the robot woman. Probably, oh, that was my favorite. I probably thought that was so cool without really paying attention to what was happening. Oh, I thought that was like the best because Mitch it was look horrible. Cool. Yeah. Like visually, it looks awesome. And yeah. then, like, the leprechaun's just standing there, like you said, when they walk in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we're going to rank them later, but I think I actually like three a little... If you had to... I think three and four are the weakest, but I would probably watch three before four. I would I definitely watch, watch three before four. Yeah. I, I would probably is, never I watch four, four again. I will also... Four is well, so bad. I have something to say about number four. Let's talk okay. about number four. Okay. All right. Um, Planet Ithacon... I'm assuming spelled with a C H A U N. I mean, was it Planet Ithacon or like Ithacon um, Quadrant or something? Oh, no. There's so many bad space names. I feel like the first within the first five minutes of this movie, I wrote, "Why did they make this?" I just I, don't know. I was really excited about it being in space, and then I instantly wasn't. Did you guys like that they had a dance club with chairs and tables? I thought that was weird too. Did you like that? No, because there's like <laughs> the six future. people in space. on that space. He comes uh, out of someone's penis. Yes, yeah. that was interesting. There's a lot of very bad dialogue and bad CGI. Yeah. I thought the coming out of the penis thing was almost like the um, he coming through bodies thing he does. Like he starts doing it more frequently, and he's. I think it started with the pot of gold in the stomach, yeah. where he like transports something into someone. Yeah. 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 But um, we're talking about the leprechaun, and what I really want to talk about is how this guy is trying to bum <laughs> cigarettes in the first scene on a spaceship, and I was like, you can't smoke in space because I'm pretty sure it's pure oxygen they're pumping in there, and yeah. you'll die. Die, yeah. And nobody likes a cigarette. Body? Nobody lights a cigarette. Okay. Yeah. But he bums one. And yeah. everybody's, ha the dialogue in the first scene, it, when they're getting armed and ready for a mission, it makes no sense. People are asking people what they're up to, bumming six, and someone's like, <laughs> Hey, is anybody hungry? It's like, you ain't, you're not gonna eat. You're about to go kill Marines. Like, there's, yeah, why Marines. are you asking this? Like, she's yeah. like, oh man, I just, I got down here late. I just thought to ask if anyone's hungry. It's like, also, uh, also, uh, they're on a spaceship with each other, and then a woman walks into the room, and, and they're then, like, who's she? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That's that's worse Annoyed than Prometheus. Me. It's worse than Prometheus, which came out like four years ago. So bad on Prometheus, but also Let's just bad say on Leprechaun that Four. When you try to remake Alien, it's not always gonna go well. Sometimes it's Leprechaun Four, and sometimes it's Prometheus. <laughs> mitten well, hands. How well, let's talk about mitten hands. Is he the general guy? No, that's the robot doctor who's very gross. Oh, I, he was ooh, gross. And, and the guy that rapes cool. the lady. Yeah. Sexual assaults. I'm sorry, I just always Harold. throw the R word around. I just. I mean, he was going to if the robot hadn't walked in. Oh. I couldn't believe that was happening. 
Yeah. Well, and it's weird because at first I thought he like made a pass at one of the guys. Mittenhands is the robot. That doctor is the other doctor. That's sorry, Harold. uh, Harold, yeah, the Mm -hmm. The creep. He's super pervy. He's not cool. I mean, I wrote Harold is pervy, and there's two women stuck on a spaceship with him. I was just, what is happening? And one third (laughs) unconscious female-looking alien. Oh, there's three. Well, I think at this point that woman had died. So. True. So, uh, you could call it Lucky, or I don't know. <laughs> no, Lucky is the first one to die. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. <laughs> Ever been to Detroit is used in this movie. Oh yeah, when yeah. he's talking about a terrible place, and I was like, "Ooh, Pat would next one not let that go." I was... He was like doing D and D stuff, and he was like, "What did they just say?" Because <laughs> I was like, "What Detroit?" I mean, maybe that was kind of prophetic because Detroit. Well, no, they when mentioned this was made, Detroit. Was they mentioned Detroit in the fifth film. It's set in Compton. Oh, it is Compton. And they they make a Detroit joke. Oh, I they're do. Just shitting on Detroit all over. I know. Oh my gosh, that was so. And I was, <laughs> I was cracking up, and I was just like, "What's wrong with Detroit?" <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. I don't know. I don't know either, but I just think it's funny when people make um, Detroit. I. Did, so in the documentary, there's several times where Warwick Davis, oh, it was the, so Warwick Davis is being interviewed and he is recalling the fact that there is a giant scorpion blob monster at the end of this film. And he was like, he was kind of like, Spider-Man hands. He was like, good God, that wasn't the movie. It feels like a fever dream or something I made up. And he had said the same thing about in the third film when he's on the television playing all those like commercial characters and then there's like a robot sex scene and he was like, that was in there? (laughs) And he was like, he has this like misty look in his eyes, like and his head is tilted and he's like, we filmed so much you didn't see. He's like, I'm glad I blocked that out. I mean, uh, one of my, it's so heartbreaking, like, how early on in my notes, I was like, why did this have to be a leprechaun movie? It's like, why isn't this just an alien movie? I actually, you know what? I would have actually enjoyed this film better if it was all by itself as just a film. Um, And I do like that they, well, I guess the leprechaun thing, but they gave him a lightsaber. And I was like, okay. He's in I Star Wars, like so I was like, it's funny, because he was in Star Wars. Like, oh, oh, that is funny. Yeah. Okay, now yeah, it's yeah. funny. I did not understand why they had a room full of flesh-eating bacteria on the spaceship. To dispose of waste. Because, oh, so yeah. that was the room. I was oh, like, I what? See. They set that up for, uh, it's such a long setup, too, to kill one person, but I was like, oh, hey, where I we also... never go. I don't understand why the doctor was so gung-ho to be in life-threatening situations with no weapon, and then when she had the weapon was, like, Oh, you're ballless. talking about Tina flip-flopping. I got Oh, yes! The doctor, yes, the doctor like, she would run headfirst into the room to fight this thing with no gun, no weapon. Even before she ever touches a gun, she's like, oh, I can take care of myself. How? I can do it. And then, like... She runs away from situations like, I'm not the killing type. But then someone <laughs> dies and she's like, oh, give me the gun, I'm a killer. It's just like, no, I just, I don't. Oh, and the very awkward scene when the soldier was trying to flirt with her or whatever How they were doing. How is that guy? Which one? Are you talking about The books? guy that's like in the love interest for the blonde doctor lady. Oh, books? He looks like a, a bitrate like Stallone, right? 
I'm not the only Did one who got Did you come up with that bias. yourself? Uh, that was definitely in the, the documentary. Oh, it was the first thing I put I down when like I saw him. Yeah. He makes Sylvester Stallone look like a Greek god in a good way. <laughs> but you know they wanted a Stallone-looking guy. Okay, so in the documentary, the director of the film was like, we hired him to be Sly Stallone. He wanted to do it. He does a great impression. We wanted that to be the character. And I regret not having him do this in the movie, but it was literally, he was supposed to be mimicking Sylvester Stallone in this film. Oh, would've that would have been... Would have been hilarious. Yeah. would have been maybe, hilarious. I wouldn't have yeah. made a note. I would have just been like, why didn't they so get this Stallone guy? the reason why they didn't do it was because, something about like, he just didn't want Sylvester to, Stallone to watch the movie and be offended. I mean... Like, he would ever watch it anyway, but it, whatever. So anyway, the... Um, he would have. It probably would have been eventually would have been like, yo... This guy's, like, biting your style pretty hard on this Africon movie. It's just kind of sad, because, like, the director wanted it, and the actor wanted to do, like, a Sylvester Stallone thing. So it's funny that you picked that up. Yeah. I didn't notice. This movie, I also noticed tons of shootouts. And there's okay. shootouts, there's, they shoot him a lot in other Leprechauns, but in this one, they don't the Leprechaun them. has a gun, and they have multiple shootouts. But they can't aim. Oh, yeah. Everybody's terrible. But Marines. I know. That was the thing that I could not <laughs> and understand. And I know this ship Even very well. in the cave, when they weren't moving at all. They were behind rocks, shooting at the leprechaun. And the only reason why he died is because they threw a grenade. At least they could aim that. I don't know. Um, um, uh, Princess Boobies. Oh, God. Uh, my note on that was just that I was like, I thought... She already was, like, really, like, enticing in the outfit. And then the way that that whole thing was presented, I was like, this has no allure, and the lighting's really bad. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't like her clothing, but I liked her, her all her sparkly glitter. Same. <laughs> yeah, it just made no sense. Like, the other one, it at least in the third... The, the second, the second third one, it movies. made sense. Because it's Because she was, like trying to entice someone both of them so like in this scene it just came out of nowhere they like the, the saved camera, her. she's almost facing the camera and they're literally just talking and then she just takes her shirt down yeah i and was then, seriously as she started, to, and I was as like, she started to do it i was like is this happening why is this happening i was like this isn't a leprechaun trick oh so that's what the context of the other movies have been leprechaun tricks i'm just like this is just like nobody else would would do yeah. it for one of the hits i guess yeah. like i only have two more things for this as far as no actually one more thing because oh. the other thing is leprechaun related but yep again at the end they type a password into a computer that has block font on the screen but the typing is yes. hand written it's insane. It's also, the strangest choice I've ever seen it made, in the world, ever. Oh, God, the doctor, she really annoyed me in this entire movie. Okay, she's in the vent. She's running away from people. But then when she gets, and she has a gun, fully clothed, she gets out of the vent. No pants. <laughs> no well, gun. Oh, wait. <laughs> and then, no pants. <laughs> well, no, the um, spider guy the thing, grabs her I, pants off. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. It, was a but classic, it was just like. It was a classic sci fi disrobing. I was, had, at that point, I was like, oh, we're doing, like, they're kind of ahead of the time on, like, the Galaxy Quest. Classic grabs your you know? pants off. Yeah, they just had parts in this movie that just made zero sense when it came to, like, women and There's space. This zero, is better. <laughs> Super easy to take Zero off sense when it came to taste? Well, yes. Yeah. Um, where, how come the general guy, I've seen this movie twice now, I think, um, I guess I always fade out at the part just before he starts 
dancing in a uh, dress? Yeah, yeah no, I didn't get that either. I think uh, so. They say he has the plate because of a thing, but it okay. turns out he's a robot. So it seems like he has a robot brain and his other brain that are like fighting with themselves. And like I think, okay. I was trying to figure that out too. And I just figured he like the leprechaun short circuited his like robot side brain or something because when he falls down dead, Where his does thing the dress falls come off. From? Where I mean, one of these trashy marines, I guess. This is what happens both times I saw this movie. It's like I'm watching it and I looked out on my phone. But then when I look up again, he's dancing and singing. And I never yeah. understand how... I guess I just never will. They just it's fine. In, I'll make it a They tradition. walk in. The leprechaun hijacks him. They walk away. They go chase him. Like hijacks in, his brain? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Like they, they, <laughs> I guess. It, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's really confusing. There's very little sense to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, roll, I guess that's it for roll, four. Roll, roll, roll. I mean, what else can you say? So, on to In the Hood. Yes! I did it right. In the hood. Leprechaun in the hood? In the hood. That sounds yeah. wrong. Wait. Leprechaun in the hood. In the hood. In yeah. The hood. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Leprechaun. In the hood. In the hood. Um, my first note was Trimark still making movies in the year 2000? That might have been um, the last year they made a movie. Coincidence? <laughs> no, this one is actually well, good, though. Because I heard that the Leprechaun franchise was supposed to be Trimark's, like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. or um, New Line. Which is good. I'm sorry, but I I know we just made fun of all the movies, but I love this franchise. Oh, you're giving a bad look. Oh no. You I don't just like it. I I think I it finally got good at five. Yeah. I liked five and six. The parts of six that I saw. Okay. Because I liked the B story of five. It wasn't a dude trying to get laid. In yeah. fact there were trying to get hardly any women. <laughs> yeah. In fact, well, and I mean, most of them were zombies. Oh, yeah, because there was the three guys, and then they were just like avoiding um, ice tea. Was a trans woman, and things got problematic. But yeah, oh, yeah, but this, I will say <laughs> they had one cross dresser in the in four, and then this movie triples down. So I wasn't yeah. like, sure. Oh I was like, is this two thousands version of someone who's trans, or was that like? I don't think that that person. No, it was, that person. It was a, car- it was a caricature. Yeah. No, a, I didn't think that person thought of themselves as a man. But in this movie, everyone's just like, "Oh, that guy." Well, everyone is kept a, calling, dressed like a lady. And yeah, I was like, oh. that's what everyone <laughs> we, kept bef- doing. But we didn't know about pronouns. You know, like everything very she was saying person. was very much to the point of like, "No, I'm a trans woman." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just everybody else notice? was just like. So the third guy in the group, like the lovable, like apple-cheeked guy with the bigger hair, I don't know their the name. The virgin. How about the virgin? Because they keep bringing up the virgin. The virgin. I think he was kind of in to the trans person. Well, yeah, he was like twenty-five he and was like, laid. Well, and he was, <laughs> well, and it, that's the other trope of like, oh, he's like the guy that's like always like looking for ladies, and he's like sweet and like whatever, and so this woman is like coming on to basically anyone but he's like oh yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah no it was part problematic um the leprechaun didn't seem to mind no and <laughs> i when he said his joke i was like oh, low brow but then i was like I it was funny <laughs> like <laughs> it was like that's really shitty but also funny because it literally just like rolled off and she was just like whatever come yeah. into my room <laughs> all right so um rainbow trapped him from the first film for sure also the platform shoes 
It was, like, obviously, like, a cartoon movie, because the first thing that you see is, like, uh, Ice-T's platform shoes. And amazing pants, though. Those, I, I, so I did the live tweet on this one. And yeah, those see. pants got a tweet because they were the sick. Like, uh, if you take a look, it's tweets, like, uh, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't take a picture when of it. When did you do but, this? Um, today. Oh, um, oh, that's why I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, Ice tea today, uh, sorry to brag, but like somebody replied to one of our tweets and then Ice tea liked their reply to one of our tweets. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Three minutes, 20 seconds. Ice tea's pants. Plaid, red, blue, white, black, checker. So I feel really bad that neither of you really got to see Back to the Hood because in this film, like when you're having a leprechaun oh, <laughs> coined no. probably like five years ago, no. I saw that so much online. I'm having a leprechaun. Um, <laughs> So when you have your leprechaun, when you get to In the Hood, it seems like a better film until you get to Back to the Hood. Oh, because so when good. you watch Leprechaun Back to the Hood, you look back at the platform shoes and the guy with the um, comb stuck in his hair and then he gets killed. He gets yeah. stabbed into his neck. Things like that look so fucking shitty yeah. compared to Back to the Hood. And then, like, everything seems trivial. But, like, I understand what they were trying to do in this movie. They were just trying to, like, bring all the cartoonish stuff into, like, Compton with, like, people that aren't, I don't know, girls without tops on. <laughs> I, yeah. What were they trying to do with this film? Because, I mean, I mean, the I le- Leprechaun's first lines, he quotes MLK. And I was like, I, I was, I was like, What? What? This is a good example of a movie that's not fun to watch when you realize it's written and directed by white, older, old white men. Parts of it still held up. Well, but that's why you get the Leprechaun song. Yeah. Oh my god, the rapping at the end. When I was, it worked on me when I was younger, and I couldn't remember the lyrics or how it actually went. I recalled enjoying it, but when you hear the song, it's so, um, it hurts my heart. It like, is just bad. It sounds so <laughs> no. bad. It sounds Even so Even the bad. beginning of the the sixth film where, like, the That's... guy goes to buy weed, I was like, white people in this movie are so cringy. Why is he acting like this? <laughs> oh, Okay. That's in back I to gotta the hood. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst part of the movie. Yeah. And then they but and then, then that's the good. scene where they start I'm sorry to go into the second film, but that's when they start that thing like the ninja thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the worst part of the movie. I'm sorry. It was the worst. That. It was the worst part. And then it got really It's good. the only bad part of the yeah, film. Yeah, it's the only bad part. You don't know that cuz you have to I watched it half of it. Okay. When did you stop? It stopped working after, like, basically after that guy died in the bathroom. There's a bathroom death in the sixth one? Yeah. yeah. What's a bomb? Okay, anyways. Uh, the fifth one. Yeah. I don't know. The fifth one. And yeah. then there's, they go to a church. The the movies, thank God. They yeah. go to a church. I don't like any of their songs. Me neither. But however, is it, <laughs> is it his name Postmaster P? Postmaster and the P stands for peace. And I think that's so sweet. I thought it was positivity. Yeah. Is oh, it maybe. Peace? Yeah. Peace. Well, maybe. because and he's the postman, like he's the deliverer of peace. The and nerdiest federal job. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah, it. I like him. I like the three guys. 
Um, I like this movie for the most part until I step back and really think about it. I feel like, I mean, was this movie supposed to be like just super goofy too? Because they are yeah, actual. It's a fucking cartoon. Okay. I be- thought it was more only because... fun than like people under the stairs portrayal of like a black neighborhood, which I thought was, I was more offended by people under the stairs than this I was one. more offended by this. Uh, if you're yeah. going to compare the two. For sure. They're both, they're <laughs> they're both, both bad. bad. It's like, this is why people think this is the only place black people grow exactly. up. Especially since, <laughs> this, especially since this came in the year 2000. Yeah. yeah. When Ice-T pulled a bat out of his afro in the opening scene, I was like, oh, this is like, this is so goofy. Like, I think someone who wrote that was like, this will really, people can be like, oh, this is all just like a complete joke. Like, yeah. And, but yeah. It's still pretty racist. Wasn't there, like, an Asian character that was yes. really oh, Chow was, handled Chow, too? Yeah, was bad and dies for no reason. He's completely innocent. I have yeah. that in my tweets. Um, but um, I do like when um, uh, the leprechaun... Oh, I should talk about him. When, I, he's, when he's with all the... We have the, to touch on it. We're edging. Come on. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did... Um, so edged right now. What was it? <laughs> Hold my load. Oh, I did like oh, that all God, you, the actors were actual oh, we should all, oh, we should all try and rhyme. Oh, no. Yeah. God, no. Hold my load, my little lass. Oh, see, no. this is why you Until can't just do I that. blow it up your ass. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I did it. Although, I do like, I did like most of the one-liners. I should have rhymed the entire live tweets. Oh, we're taking so long that I would have paused so many times. We should have rhymed this entire episode. Uh, I guess we should just hit the road. Uh, Nope, nope. (laughs) I did note that the trans girls' apartment was amazing, and so I felt like that made up for all their bullshit throughout the movie. That person was like (laughs) the most real person in the whole. Her um, her back patio was so much fun. Did they have a bathroom? Was huge. Yes, (laughs) they had a whole concert. I. I'm very attracted to her. I, I think she looks so good. And I think in that film, weren't they commenting about how she was, like, ugly or something? Yeah, but she wasn't. She was really good. She was great. And so was the general robot guy. Yeah, he actually was kind of attractive. In the documentary, sorry to go back to the fourth film, but in the documentary, that actor said he had so much fun, but he looked god-awful. And he was like the most disgusting thing everybody on set had ever seen. And I thought he looked really good. Yeah, I like, thought the really disgusting good. one was the German robot head thing. Yeah. Yeah, he looked. The German robot head thing looked worse than him. And also, he has the to bug. know that. Oh, yeah. And then when he turned into the bug. Yeah. Yeah, mm. the bug oh, is no. the worst. I like yeah. look. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I thought that was pretty good. So many things about this movie to talk about. I mean, well, it probably Coolio because it's the last film surprise. that you guys watched. I was so surprised Coolio Same. was in it, and he was so surprised too. <laughs> have, have I told you guys that I've met Coolio? No. I played a show with Coolio. And oh. I thought he looked good in that movie, but he does not look good now. He's pretty young. Uh, he looked good in the movie yeah. in 2000. He put out a cookbook the year after I played with him. So if you look up that cookbook, you'll know the year I played did with you him. Say I don't... Hi, did you say hi? Yes, yeah, I had Coolio. It was in a small, like, it's in a bar in this town I was in, and I was playing with a hip hop band, and. We played the show, and it was just like, it was really fun. Natasha, was, you didn't meet cool. anybody from this franchise? I'm pretty sure I've never met anybody I mean, from this now, franchise. This is a pretty far reaching <laughs> franchise, so you might have. Not know it. I'm trying Actually, to. That's fair, that's true. This is Seattle. Yeah. 
I might you have probably did someone's noticed. hair from this movie. I would not even know it. <laughs> no, I do not I. pay attention to celebrities like that. But okay, um, uh, so the sixth one. Tell us You didn't see it at all. Did you watch the trailer? No, just just went for the reading. And this was because oh. it was like super unavailable or something. Yeah, I couldn't find right. it on streams, oh. and also Amazon had all of them for rent. Every it, time I rented one of these, by the way, and this is in the live tweets, but. Every time I rented one of these, Amazon was like, did you rent this by mistake? What? <laughs> I think it probably always says that when you just buy something. But it, like, like right above watch now is, did you rent this by mistake? Because it's like, maybe you want a refund. Rude. Maybe you were just Every looking up who was in it. I went to rent it, it would give me all the other options, all the other options to watch it for free instead of paying for it. Uh, Prime. They're like, uh, here's options to watch. And it listed all the apps I could download for free to watch it. Um, wow. And then when I went to those apps to watch it, half of them were in Spanish and whatever. I so Prime, I just went so back to Prime and like suggestions. and bought it because I was like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, I rented these because I knew, well, after the first one, I was like, well, these won't be rewatches. Except actually, I wish I had bought five now. I liked it. I guess. I wish six like, was available. Did you five like five more. more than all of the other Leprechaun films? <sighs> Man. We're going to do our. We're going to rank them after this. I, but. Now that we're starting to talk about the Leprechaun, as we're starting to edge into this, I think his makeup is the best in the fifth. So I actually even okay. liked the Leprechaun the most in the fifth. That's fair. Although he didn't do any shoe. Th- there was no shoe bits in the fifth. They, in the first ones, there's a lot of, like, I, he's obsessed with I, shoes, and I thought that was going to be his vampire counting toothpicks I thing. thought yeah. that I recalled that as well, because yeah. I, I watched Leprechaun Returns, which came out this year, 2018, and he has a bit with shoes, and I was like, haha, he always does this. And I watched the first movie, and I was like, haha, the shoe thing, and then it never came back. In number two, in number two, he dusts off his Patsy's shoes in the very beginning. Oh. In the flashback, in the medieval age. Oh, okay. That, and okay. the shoes never comes back. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I like shoes. Yeah, that was <laughs> a funny bit. I wonder if kids remember that, because, you know, they're learning about shoes, like tying their shoes, like that's like a new thing for them. I just thought, it, I noted it because I was like, he has crazy shoes, and I liked, I thought it was funny that... He's into shoes. I thought that was going to yeah. be... Warwick uh, has something to say about those shoes. Um, I'll get to that. Yeah, they probably destroyed his so, Achilles tendon. Since for the most part, you guys haven't seen the full sixth film, I'll just kind of go over everything and we'll bleed into the leprechaun. So, um, back to the hood. He, the leprechaun, is wearing distinguished gentleman clothes. It's like brocade and like mm-hmm. dark velvet. Long sleeve. Um... He's banished to hell by a priest, which is weird, and he, like, actually falls into the ground like he's cursed. And there's a group of friends. They do this weird thing where there's a scene where they're in the middle of the city in a deserted, trashy parking lot on a sunny day. Yeah, sun barbecuing. Tan- sun tanning and barbecuing like <laughs> hot dogs. It says they're barbecuing in an abandoned youth center. It's like, a, yeah. it's like an empty lot on, like, a square in town where there's like cars and a chain link fence and buildings and they're like hat like it's a picnic or something anyway um this really sweet girl named emily yes emily she falls down the shaft finds the gold then all her friends start spending it and i'm sitting there going holy shit the leprechaun's gonna kill himself like, because in all of the other films, someone has, like, one piece of his gold, and yeah. he, like, struggles the whole film to get it back, because he's so freaked out, he's, like, killing people. 
in this movie, there's like a long period of time where he's not just buying shit. (laughs) She buys a house. Her friends buy cars. Oh dear God! It is fantastic. There's a montage. Her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend gets like a gold tooth. Oh my God! Does he have to like kill everybody? He. Unfortunately, he doesn't freak out as much as I thought he would, but during that ramp up, I was like, oh, he's gonna go crazy. Yeah. Whatever. Um, From my read through, it seemed like he does kind of do do the standard thing of just killing. Yeah. Although, I mean, in five, like, why does he kill Miss Fontaine? And why does he kill Chow? Because neither of them. We didn't even talk about her. She's the. um, Miss Fontaine is the. the transvestite who is also oh, uh, transsexual. Oh. Because she was there. I don't yeah. know. I was upset. I was like, I, I don't even why know. Why did he kill anyone why in any he, of the movies? He ended up in Chow's shop because they had that set, I guess. But <laughs> they don't leave any well, gold there. They, he blew oh, the Oh, they flute. spend money there. He blew the flute. Everywhere oh, he blew the flute. Oh, we didn't talk about the flute. Oh, yeah. That was so yeah. stupid. Uh, the golden flute. Finally, that makes sense. I was like, yeah. why does he go to Fonte's place? Because I like this. That was like the first time that when he blew the flute and people were just like stopping, like what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And they like kind of oh, lost and he does that at the pawn shop. Yeah. So he goes to all three, but he doesn't yeah. kill the pawn shop. Oh, no, he yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it does. So in Back to the Hood, um, he get the. I'm just gonna bleed into the leprechaun a little bit. Mm. He gets thrown around a whole bunch. Too hard. <laughs> whole bunch. Um, they really take advantage of his size in this film because he gets a lot of like physical like pushes he gets like tumbled out of cars a lot he loses his hat oh no um it's pretty crazy there's a lot more um like realistic gore i guess that's it i just the film really i think it came out in 2003 and it was like closer to those like house of wax remake type films where they were trying to do better with horror they were just putting effort in it just really turned out to be a fantastic movie because the characters' storylines that had nothing to do with the leprechaun was engaging and endearing, and I loved all of the characters. Everything looked really good. There was some editing problems, but um, somehow they kept goofy parts in the movie, but it was believable, and it didn't turn into like a goofy movie, even though there was like comedic parts. Yeah. I did note something super random. The guy guy that smoked weed in the bathroom, he's like the quintessential high black guy in like all the black movies. Are you talking about the guy that gets the the (laughs) bong in his chest? Literally every black movie I see. He's either a crackhead or he's like he's always the high guy. Oh, I thought he was in the bathroom. He's in a bedroom and then the leprechaun goes into the kitchen. Remember? It's at like a house party or something. Okay. I thought he was in the bathroom. So, really quick, before we... And then doesn't he try to offer it to the leprechaun? It is so sweet. It is, like, the cutest scene. It's a lot better than when he smokes with iced tea in the bathroom. I like that scene. If you (laughs) like that scene, you'll like this one better. (laughs) Because he smokes and then he, like, rips his finger off. And he keeps doing that all the time. But it's so sweet. No, because when the guy... he The guy's already high and the leprechaun walks in... And he knows what pot is at this point. So the guy's like, hey, do you want some? And he's like, and he gets up on the bed. And it's cute because it's totally Warwick, like, (laughs) getting up on a bed and, like, squishing down and getting cozy with his butt. And then he smokes, like, twice. And the guy smokes. And then he offers it to the leprechaun. 
who is hysterically laughing and he he's gonna smoke it but he's like not looking at it and he just falls completely over onto the floor laughing and it's so realistic and actually funny like it's not like a stupid joke that you're like oh i guess that's funny i definitely it's think very have funny. fun making these and that's why yeah. i kept doing it it was like, magic i do think it's a lot of makeup for warwick but it's like i think it looks it looks awesome in five and i'm guessing it was probably pretty close to five that this one came out so yeah still good yeah. makeup oh yeah um i actually didn't like his makeup in this one just because they made his hair more of a strawberry blonde and I wasn't too much into that and his face the coloration on his face matched his hair more so he was very like dusty freckly Mm. leprechaun that I wasn't too into um let's rank these movies I wrote it down I wrote mine down so mine's easy so my favorite leprechaun in order are um leprechaun back to the hood which is number six Leprechaun 2, Leprechaun 4, which I haven't said why yet. I know. Leprechaun <laughs> 4, um, and then Leprechaun 5, which is in the hood. Then Leprechaun 3, then Leprechaun 1 is my least favorite film. I Okay, my favorite? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, even with only watching yeah. half of it was Leprechaun 6. And then I also uh, liked In the Hood, so that's number two. Number three would be the third one. The Las Vegas one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I actually, I mean, it, I mean, it was weird. And you it, can get high and watch it. It's, yeah. It's really weird. I feel like that's the movie you would definitely get high and watch. Um. Okay. Then it's two. Okay. Then it's one. Then it's four. Okay. Yeah. Four is definitely the bottom. Um, <laughs> for me as well. Uh, I haven't seen any of six yet, so I can't yeah, put that there. But I okay. Think, so your top five. Yeah. So five in the hood is definitely like the best one that I saw. Of all of these, I was like. It's problematic, but it's like, God, I I could watch it again. Like, it was, I don't know. Um, So five, five and three. I actually thought three, having, like, the wish granting thing was a good idea. Like, it was probably a little... Him turning into the... Scott turning into the leprechaun, though, is That was so weird. It was really weird. And And it built, and it made it build up to a thing where they're going to have this grand battle, and it was fucking nothing. Nothing. And then... Between two and one, I think two is, I think two is better. I liked his powers in it. One, one is good and like starts the whole thing, but it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just not as fun for the leprechaun. It's like yeah. just sort of a, a classic horror that's just kind of... Which one? The one? first one. Yeah. yeah. And then four is just... Four is the worst? Four is the closest to being unwatchable because it's just like, oh man. I would rather watch Leprechaun 4 than Jason X. Can't touch this. But I Jason X is funny at times, but is also not high on my Jason list. That was me running away from him. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's pretty fair. You love Jason X. I think it's really funny, but it's like the reason I like Jason X is because, you know, I I just thought that the funny parts like made it really fun. And so it's funny, maybe it's because like Jason for some reason worked in space. And they made a lot of the same space jokes, honestly. The whole it's the same movie. It's almost the same movie. To be honest. Yeah, this is is a weird turn. I forgot how high I rated Jason X. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. Whereas, I guess, I think the space one actually had the least humor. I thought it just, like, everything was creepy and oozed wrong and just... 
actually, I thought the spider guy was cool. I actually was like, towards the end, I thought the horror elements were kind of getting cool. But then they made him really bad, and that was a terrible special effect, and so was all the CGI. So it just lost me in a lot of ways really fast. Whereas Jason X okay. had the budget to at least be like, like started off They had off a bigger right. budget. Yeah, they started yeah. off right, they really and fun. they made me laugh. So I'll give them that. <laughs> Alright. And, um, and maybe it was because there was probably better writing on Jason X just to oh, yeah. add this more thing further. Like, it didn't have, like, a weird cross-dressing thing that would have, that they thought was funny and yeah. it had hilarious, like, teens being smashed in a and yeah, yeah. thing. It's hilarious. And it didn't make sense to have the cross-dressing thing because couldn't it just be the robot fighting the actual there was brain no that reason, they, no yeah. reason There's to have it. In literally the zero reason. There was no reason for a lot of straight, things in the movie. Straight cis white guys thinking that that's funny. That I where, but why? Why would they come they, up with that? I don't know because for some reason, guys, straight guys who dress up like girls make straight guys laugh. I love <laughs> how much the actor had fun, and I, I he is blameless. He did great. No, However, he was great. whoever was like, hey, that guy should dance like a lady. Because um, it would be funny. Because for some reason, guys dressed up like women, pretending to be women, but not in any uh, real way, only to think, only because it's funny to laugh at us. It was just weird. I just, it didn't make any sense. He could have just been like fighting his own brain between the AI and his like human self. Yeah. The edging is over. The edge is. We're dropping off the edge now. Leprechaun. Leprechaun. True love can be hard to find. For some, it takes a lifetime. For him, it took a thousand years. God bless you. And now that he's finally found her, he's going to love her. I'm back. To death. Does anybody know his name? Oh yeah, I the do. Actually, Lubin, Love Dan. I don't oh. know. It's, I don't know how it's pronounced. It's spelled Love Dan. So I don't oh. know if it's Love Dan or Lubden. Oh, I thought it was Love Ben. Well, there's a D. Oh, I just assumed it was a B. They never said his name in the films, right? But there's an extensive, not an extensive, but there's a good amount of comic books. And they name him in the comic books. Oh, interesting. Love Dan. Hmm. So I it, I don't know if it's ever been pronounced out loud correctly. Yeah, he only refers to himself as the genius Love of Killarney. <laughs> His birthday is on St. Patrick's. But yeah, no name. Did you get a like list of little tidbits like that? Because I did too. I kind of made, I kind of wrote my notes like I did for Q, which is like in bundles of theme. Well, so much of his personality is terrible wordplay, so I just yeah. have a list of puns. <laughs> really? Oh, okay, so, well, I guess since, as tradition, we should talk about his appearance first. He changes throughout the films. His hair changes. His buckle on his hat changes. What else? His vest. Yeah. His stripy tights change. Um, Warwick Davis feels like, uh, when he's doing a leprechaun film, the hat and the makeup and everything, he doesn't feel like the leprechaun until he puts on the buckle shoes with the heels. Yeah. And he says that oh. those heels are like Freddy Krueger's glove. His buckle shoes is what makes him feel like he knows he's the leprechaun. I mean, yeah, the, in the first movie, when you see him in the very little, like, flashback intro thing where he's doing his riddle thing, mm -hmm. but then the first thing you see of him... And other people are seeing him. It's just a camera shot right on those goddamn shoes. And he <laughs> says, how do you like my buckled shoes? 
And it's like, what? What? <laughs> I don't know why they're doing the shot. Like, we see him, and he's making a joke about him. And it's like, the first movie spends so much time not showing him and not having Jennifer Aniston in the house. I don't, I just, I was appalled by that. <laughs> then when you see him, it's like, great, this is great. <laughs> I think my main note on his appearance is, like, makeup-wise, is he almost looks cat-like. Because they give you big crescent cheeks. In the first yeah. film, there's a scene in the first film that is has been used as a production photo, so you can, like, Google it. But he's kind of, like, hunched over, and I think he's talking to Jennifer Aniston, and he kind of, like, throws out his arm. And he's bent over, and he looks like a hissing cat. And it's also the hair... The little wisps, the, his tufts yeah. of sideburns. Well, that was a big thing of yeah. the movie, too, wasn't it? That they heard a cat, and then they went to go find oh, the cat. Yeah. And oh, yeah. all kinds he of noises. He bit that guy's hand. And then he strokes her leg, and she yeah. knows what the feel of a man's hands on her leg, leg feels, feels like, like, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I He looked, in the second film, they also made his skin a little bit more pale, which was more odd and i felt that that kind of held through like three and four were pretty similar but like i felt like they padded him and stuff so i felt like in four he looked more like padded in some way yeah. but then in five it's like he gets this like it's actually really dark blotches and like there's like a shimmer yeah they, it. they put more like a stuff grease on i thought that looked awesome because that's when it finally to me i was like everything's cohesive now like it's monster wearing a suit like yeah. always kind of greasy um yeah. i thought from far away it made sense but every time they show him up close in any of the films i didn't like the black lipstick it's not lipstick on him but oh. as the character like he that. has like a blackness on his yeah. lips but on and the on really close-up yeah. shots i it was too noticeable i guess and his teeth changed a lot they definitely yeah. weren't i did i think it was the second one wasn't it more pointy they he had, like had the black on the teeth. The shape to make of it. his teeth have gone up and down. All yeah. Over. yeah, like some just look like they're some of the movies that look like they were just broken. Ooh, and, and when others, he ooh, when he kisses his bride in the second. Film, oh yeah. Yes. yes. Well, I, I thought it was fine. He licks her with the forked tongue, but as he's licking her, all of this pus just comes out of his mouth. And jumps down her, her face. face. Oh, you like, thought oh. it was pus. Interesting. I thought his saliva just looked like semen. Same. And I oh. wrote it down. Same. So did, so did Pat. He was like, did his yeah. mouth just come on her yeah, face? Yeah, so I think that was a really, like, <laughs> was like uh, it was definitely a creepy thing to do. It was so creepy. It had, it, I, yeah, it, it was creepy. So the thing about him and women in these films is, I know that he's a creepy, evil leprechaun who is looking for a bride and he kills people in horrible ways so he's like not great however every time he's like looking for a lady and he's very like sexually active or he wants to be and he's like into it but then he's always like or i'll just kill you or i'll sleep with you and kill you and he never gets to sleep with anyone but then when he's gonna get married he's not nice to her the first lady oh no in the He's not nice to her, and then, like, when he kisses her without consent, he still, like, just, like, grossly, like, spits Spits down her face. Yeah. And I was like, what benefit is that to you? I I don't understand. Control. 
But is he gotta... is he like trying to be gross or is he just gross I think and he, he doesn't was realize that? Trying to be gross. I, that was the one movie where I was like, ooh, this is fucking creepy. Like the way he was describing, like, oh, we have to first we have to make you look like the brood or whatever. Or oh we yeah, have he to, was like, gonna make her prepare look you for oh, the kids oh. so that they know that you're their mom or whatever. It was just like <laughs> so that scene. That scene mom. was so amazing because that was so Red Dragon like. It was that, like, many changes. I oh, wrote down, I was like, oh, that's like the transformation. Many, many changes. Here is Cassie transforming. Here is yeah. Cassie the leprechaun. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> and then the way, and then how he was so happy, like, oh, every day will be painful. It's going to be painful all the time. That's not fun like, at all. It was just like, ugh, this is, why? Why is this happening right now? I was so happy when she got out of there. I'm like, I'm, I'm just glad you're not his wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> I liked how he looked in the second one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's his appearance. Um, I guess. And then oh, yeah. what? It was that one. His hat, his hat got knocked off for the first time and you got to see his skull. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he's Ooh. bald in that one. Yeah. Or his scalp and you're like, okay. Ooh. So in Back to the Hood, his hat falls off twice and they give him a full head of hair and it's a very like, er, like Mother Earth Gaia, just like. Sunny and Cher. Hippie hair. And it was horrible. So when his hat comes off in the second film and he's bald, and he has, like, very, like, luscious, like, auburn hair. Oh, yeah. Like, his hair is very, like, Pantene Pro-V commercial. Yeah. And that, I would prefer him bald than what they did with him in the sixth film. In the sixth film, he looks like a witch. A female. Like, witch woman. Yeah, the second movie, I thought, had a lot of, like... The stuff that might get people attracted to him because he has, you know, someone captive and it's kind of like, oh, so he's about colors and stuff. Yeah, he puts a collar on her and everything. Whereas he never really, he has the zombie slaves in the hood and that's kind of Because he can't look for a bride at that point. See, that's the thing. Just because every thousand years he's allowed to look for a bride doesn't mean he can be with women otherwise. And I just, oh. it's funny because I see a lot of Bride of Chucky and post-Bride of Chucky in the earlier Leprechaun films. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, Chucky's so cool because he has a wife and children and a, and a kid and a family and a sex life. But, I mean, Leprechaun didn't get that far, but that was always what he was striving for. Even yeah. if he was like, oh, I'll marry her and then I'll kill her and stuff, he was still consistently... Wanting to be with women. And in in the hood, uh, he's with a... He's actually... I think he's like... I think he's he was with women in that movie. Like human women in that movie. Yeah. Because when the guy, uh, Postmaster P, dresses up and goes to see him, the leprechaun uh, is thinking he's going to get a blowjob. Oh, yeah. That's as, right. As if that's what's been going on the last couple of days. Yeah. Oh, those around. women that were all around him. That's were what like, I totally thought. Yeah, about. and those were dead my women, right? Because they rose from the grave. No, he so I thought he rose, thought he rose you, dead yeah. women from the grave. Did you realize that? So remember the rap that's at the end of the movie? Yes. That takes place about two thirds of the way through the movie. That's when he hypnotizes those. Oh, girls. they just put that song at the end. Yeah, because it's. Not great. Well, so... <laughs> but so that's when he hypnotizes those girls. And that's actually... I was, like, so confused about them until I saw that. I was like, oh, that... 
is well, no, because the... in the church too, like that girl shows up, yeah, to seduce the pastor, and then when she takes off her glasses, see, that's I think that's after the rap scene. May I? Yeah, pause that's it. after. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah. He hypnotizes them in that club, May... and then they're there for the rest of the movie. May I pause it to get him off the hook that he rose or he he hypnotized those women, but they're like his henchmen. And then yeah. everyone he was with was semi-consensual about it, except for Postmaster P. But, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that sucks. Yeah. But... Because after <laughs> he put him to sleep, when they got back downstairs and they were about to leave, those girls were out of the trance. Yeah. And so he was walking past them like, are you guys okay? And they're like, who are you? Yeah, because yeah. they smoke the clover and get un-zombified. Yeah. So those are living women, yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, that's so weird because in that movie I thought he said something about I'm going to raise them from the dead. So here's what's, so here's why that scene is so weird. Pretend the rap scene happens after he, he gets awakened because there's a scene when he's waiting to get the flute. He's surrounded by passed out girls in gold dresses. And I was like, where is he right yes. now? He's after that rap scene where he hypnotizes them. Okay. Then when they get him in the safe, he's like, oh, come to me, my zombie fly girls. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, he kept calling them fly girls. So I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I guess he's about to summon zombie fly the girls. White fly and girls. I, here's the thing, though. <laughs> the reason this all works out is because when they smoke the clover and get unenchanted they all say the same thing which is that lep is lep in the hood up to no good lep in the hood up to no good and then they get unhypnotized yeah and i was like why did they just say that and it didn't make sense until i oh, saw the rap that at the was end so... yeah so that rap is supposed to be oh, two-thirds of the way man. in the movie I forgot yeah about that scene when they just like say that why did they say the that? Table? Because of the yeah. rap. I have yeah. unraveled I mean, the mystery of this movie, and I feel good at it. It just goes to show that the fifth Leprechaun <clears throat> film is a pretty good film compared to the others, and it still has that scene in it. <laughs> I mean, if anything, like, they wanted to put it earlier, but someone had the good taste to be like, hmm, what if we put it, I don't know, at the very end, I when people think this is over. I thought it would have been cool if it was in the film. It would have made more sense story-wise, because I did not know where those girls came from, and I was like, I just accepted that he summoned zombie fly girls, but then it turns out that Because at a certain point, he's like, oh, I need my fly... Oh, yeah, when he's in the chest, he's like, like, I need my Maybe they filmed... Like, they were like, oh, say this, because we need to fix up this plot point, but it doesn't fix it, because they smoke the clover, and they go back to being normal girls. They want zombies. Because he calls them zombie fly girls. So specifically zombie. And zombie, to me, means, like, they, they were rose dead. from the dead. But I think for him, it was just that they actually acted like zombies. Right. Like, it's funny that this other movies, they use the word voodoo, but they don't use that word in this movie. But he makes Wait, what a, movie do they say voodoo? They say, what kind of voodoo have you unleashed in a different Leprechaun movie? In uh, three... Well, yeah, because isn't a four. voodoo zombie... It doesn't have to be someone that's dead. Yeah, so it's funny because these zombies so are kind of like, like voodoo, voodoo zombie. zombies. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, uh, Bloody Mouth. He has a bloody mouth in the first film, Never Again. It looked great. The black teeth were very consistent. I think they just kept that teeth set for him. For some reason, because I've seen really, like, blackened teeth on other characters before, and that didn't bother me as much as the black caked lips. Mm. I don't know why. Actually, I like that. I just, maybe if they had blended it more. Because I feel like every time they did a close-up on it and you saw it, you're like, oh, your lips are so thin. 
Yeah. And then, like... <laughs> well, and did, that's why I, I kept... It. It's like, it's not <laughs> lipstick. It was like, they just did, like, the inner rim of his lip. Yeah. With that, like, cakey black. Anyway. Um, he said he would be gentle on his wedding night, which is technically a lie, but he said it. And so, in the fourth film, the reason why I have it so high on my list of the films that I did like was I loved the entire princess storyline because it goes into outer space looking for a bride. And off and on throughout that film, they're kind of really into each other at certain points. And through most of the film, he's like, oh, I'm going to marry this woman. She's great. And then when he starts to think about how he has to share his life with her, then he gets greedy and he's like, oh, I guess I'll kill her. But then yeah. at the end of the film, they're working pretty well together. And she does the same thing. Like, at first she's like, well, I'm not, like, I guess I'll marry him. And then she's like, oh, I really like this idea. And then at the end she's like, I'll kill him too. <laughs> Which means they're perfect together. Yeah. And she's not, she's not, like, amazing. Like, I wouldn't run around hanging out with her at all but oh, I know the type of women that he's into and I just I just thought it was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen especially since so I think now is a really good opportunity to say on this podcast um there is a film that I have been searching for since I was five I'm assuming please someone out there get a hold of me if you know what this movie is but Leprechaun 4 reminded me a lot of this film I saw when I was a child uh, that I caught on TV. It was like a sword and sandals fantasy film. Um, I caught the middle of it. There was a castle with a moat and uh, the drawbridge going down and there was soldiers and people getting stabbed. And then there was like this nasty goblin that was gross, but he was like the king's like left hand guy. But then there was like this like harem of like maidens that were just like touching him and like feeding him grapes and stuff and it was like the coolest thing I had ever seen and I've been asking everyone my entire life and when I saw Leprechaun 4 it just made me feel like a kid again. (laughs) (laughs) I liked all the finger ripping scenes and all the scenes. In each film he does a couple of things. There was a lot of finger rippings. Yes. In specific films, but then in other films, he just bites everybody over and over again. Yeah. Like, I think, was it the second and third films he was biting a lot of people? A lot of bites in second and third, and then he puts his poop in someone's hand. He puts his poop? Oh, that's on the third one, in Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. It's green poop. I'm pretty sure it's his poop. It's Fabio's. He puts green, gross poop in Fabio's. It's in Fabio's hand? It's Fabio's. Yeah. Fabio's, yeah. The, yeah, he was like, I let me show Fabio you. Fabio for a second. Oh, I was no, like, no, no. I don't It was the magician. Yeah. yeah, he was like, let me show you a magic trick. And then he plays with his cards, and then he was like, boop. And there was like green poop in his hand. Guys, <laughs> I just got done talking about how romantic he is as a as a, as an eligible but bachelor, and I'm talking mirth, about his poop. His mirth outweighs his romance. Okay, you guys are ruining the mood. <laughs> I think it only strengthens his. I uh, think it's the thing that I was attracted to is that his, he, his mirth when like sometimes, and it's just like it's mainly because Warwick is like such a cute person. Like he'll just be walking and just laugh because he's and it's adorable. Full, he's full to the brim with evil, and he's yeah. just like hee hee, and then he'll just like walk. And, and he does that. What's that? So like, much laughing. He does like a twitch movie. when he walks. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's super cute. His whole walking around Vegas when he's just walking around, and then you see, like see in the background like people just looking like what is happening. It's like, and he's just like I love it here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
<laughs> the one thing I did notice about that walking around Vegas scene is that, so he exits the pawn shop, then he walks all the way around Vegas. Because when you think about it, the shamrock's across from the pawn shop. Yeah. So he went to the other side of Vegas to go to Caesar's Palace and like all the other ones. It's like, yeah. yeah. Then he ends up back at the Lucky Shamrock. It's yeah. Like, you, you started off there. <laughs> so I also well, like that he's kind of like a, a city of riches. So he wants to see what all this is about. Yeah. So it's funny you're talking about how sweet and cute Warwick Davis is. Um, I don't remember how old he was when he made this film. But in Leprechaun 2, when he's walking around Vegas and being all cute, three, I'm sorry, so the third one, he, there's a scene that didn't get into the film that was written in, and Warwick didn't do it, he refused to do it. It was a scene where he's walking around Vegas, and um, a prostitute is, like, offering him, like, all these things, and he's like, I don't think so, my dear. And then she's like, golden showers, and he's like, ooh, I quite, that sounds quite nice. Uh-huh. That's and a great joke! I know, so now, so <laughs> the, whole, the full scene is golden showers, and he's like, ooh, I quite like that. And she's like, $150, and you buy the six-pack, and that's the scene, and Warwick was too modest to do the scene. Oh, that's so he so, that's refused hilarious. to do it. Which is weird because in in movies afterwards, like he he comes out of a guy's penis and stuff like that. Yeah. But I wish they had done the golden showers thing, because I just think that would have been uh, like the that coolest thing. That would have been thing. the best joke. Yeah. I really would have Especially in, that at that point in the franchise. That movie up. Yeah, yeah. It's already kinda high on my list. But oh, it's my. also endearing to hear that Warwick was like, Oh, I won't say that. <laughs> okay, confusing part of that movie. That same movie. He bites someone in the beginning. And nothing happens to, a to leprechaun. it. But yeah. then he bites the other guy. He bites a lot of people in a lot of, of movies. And actually, doesn't he do it twice? I was so confused. Like, why? His powers he... change so much from movie to movie and, like, well, scene to scene in the same movie. Leprechauns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a soft sea boot. <laughs> soft so, scene boot. I have, a, I have a list of his powers. That pretty much encompasses everything that he's ever done is under the umbrellas of voice. What is it called when you copy someone's voice? Like, if I were to open my mouth and I sound like Eric. What is that? Mimicry. Yeah. So it's like voice mimicry. He does telepathy, telekinesis, teleportation. He has super strength. uh, And he can animate severed limbs, especially his own, but also other people's. He can raise the dead, cast curses and spells. He does illusions, like optical illusions. He Oops. can do air manipulation. He do, he has a heightened sense of smell, and he can't feel pain because you can do anything to him, and he has never shown any sort of, I like... Well, he doesn't like those iron. are the stuff that kills him, like the four-leaf clover in the island, iron and the amulet that turns oh, into stone. Yeah. But other than that, like, you could tear his head off, and you'd be like, hey, 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 my head's off. Yeah. Here I go. I was so glad they brought back that amulet in 5, because in 3, I was like, why did they... There's an amulet? There's an amulet, and it, like, and someone throws it away, and I was like, dude, Chekhov's amulet. They never brought it back. I was like... Well, I mean, no one ever does three more wishes. There's no flute in the first four films. It's just all over. I like the flute. They never bring back the the four-leaf clovers. Actually, no, they do. In... In Back to the and, Head, they bring back the four And in clover. five, they make him smoke clovers to take his power away. Yes, but not disarm him like in the first film. In the first film, you yeah, have him like touch it and cross. he's just dead yeah, forever. He, was, he wasn't into that. Yeah. Um, let's see. So his history changes throughout the films, but 
if I accumulate all of them together, I have, I have parentheses, earth magic guardians of the king's gold, but Lubdan stayed and became evil. That's from the sixth film. In the other films, it's like the first film, it was the leprechaun was a shoemaker elf who traded his soul for the gold that gives him power. And then in the first film, he's 600 years old. In the second film, he's 2,000 years old by modern day when he's in L.A., which makes, I'm assuming, the um, in another 1,000 years is when Leprechaun 4 happens because that's when he's looking for a bride again. Oh, <laughs> I have a random note in here that says, first actual words in part five from MLK. Is this insensitive? <laughs> also, I mean, I was like... There's a lot of problems with stuff he says when he gets awoken in five. Well, like, how does he know who Tiger Woods is, but he doesn't know what rap is? Yeah. He immediately is like, you've got more loot than Tiger Woods, but next scene doesn't so, know what rap is. <laughs> he's transphobic as well, and he's sexist. So that sucks, but his favorite food is potatoes. <laughs> yeah, the movies, the movies are pretty homophobic in general. They're just yeah. all bad, yeah. and it's the writers. They just they make everyone, all the characters are like this, including him, because he's the main character. And for um, some reason, they loved dressing up the guys as women. Because, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so my favorite list of notes that I made was um, just all the little extra bits that he does in these films, right? So he talks to himself all the time, especially in outer space, uh, takes calls, he drops pickles, sings, he drinks tea, coffee, whiskey, eats bugs, he gives back rubs, he gambles, he bites, he clubs, he shoots, he smokes up, and he smiles, and he rides tricycles, and pogo sticks, and child cars, and cop cars, and go-karts, and wheelchairs, and gurneys. Oh yes, I had a note about that in the... He rides a lot by of the f- little... By the end of the first movie, he's been on almost every novelty-wheeled object. Like, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. So in the sixth film, he gets into a cop car, and I wasn't even like thinking about it at that point, because I'm like, oh, he's going to drive a car now. But then it has it shows his feet, and he can't reach the pedals. So he had ripped the leg off of a policeman. Oh, no. So he takes the policeman's leg... And just takes it with him, and he uses it to do the gas. <laughs> it's very cute. Uh, oh my amazing. god, that's yeah. amazing. So he can ride an adult cop car. Does anyone have favorite kills? I think probably the sassy barista. Oh my god, that it's was definitely... just fucking great. The scene. lead up was great. It's so Everything's painful. So like those are painful kills in that movie. Yeah. yeah. It was one that I was Michael like Michael McDonald. It's a good one because it's like, oh, I haven't seen that before. And it's also one of those, like, oh, like a place people usually feel safe. I, I thought it was good because it just wasn't as, like, impossibly wacky as some of the other ones. I don't remember any kills from the space one. Oh, they're all terrible. He yeah. comes through guy's penis. That kills him. Yeah. Mm. Um, he turns the guy into a spider guy. The kills in that one are weird because then he turns someone into a transvestite. And it's like, well, is this a kill? <laughs> no, that wasn't really a kill. He did slash that dude's suit, and so and the flesh-eating virus ate him right. in, like, 20 seconds. That scene is so weird, because, first off, <laughs> he has a tiny little hazmat suit. Why is that on the <laughs> ship? And if he's magical and he doesn't even need it, why? I know my favorite kill scene. Why? Oh. Okay, my favorite kill scene is... I forget his name. 
the big guy, the big awful sexist horrible Mitch. 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 I from like the casino. Mitch's death because it's very visually appealing and it's funny. So it's like super super eighties to nineties rich like bachelor that? pad, but like filled with neon and the yeah. bed's crazy. And it's like a naked robot malfunctioning on top of him, and then the leprechaun's just standing there. It's oh. insane. The kills in the entire scene was just yeah. good. He I stabs that one guy in the eye, or he stabs his eye out. Thinking back, I think probably Ian from the second movie with the lawnmower thing, just because oh, I thought he was right. a creep, and he's like, what yeah. about okay. those corn dogs I bought? It's like, fuck you, Ian. That one they was were actually, probably 50 cents, Ian. That one was actually <laughs> scary. Ian. Yeah, and it was scary, yeah. too. I thought it was a good play. It was scary. It was one of the only scary scenes in any Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. I thought that all of the women were going to be like that. It And it feel like it was just in the second and the third one. And then that was So it. that's... We should be describing more things. The shot with Ian, he throws her voice, and he makes him visualize... Yeah, the girl he, he conjures garage. up an image and there's boobs, and he basically and the guy makes, put his face into a lawnmower, because which he, isn't a real lawnmower. And they, they split cut it so that he's seeing her, and he's getting closer, and she's like, put your face in my boobs. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's gonna do it, but you're, you're, what you're seeing is the leprechaun making a, a, a very loud, the underside of a lawnmower. The blades. The yeah. blades. And you watch this guy putting his face up to blades until it happens, and it's really effective. It's really yeah, scary. It's good. That's definitely one of the. I definitely was like, mm, even like if that that would have been a good Freddy Krueger kill, would have been a good Jason kill. Like, yeah, very solid. Very it solid. Was good. <laughs> I thought it was funny the way he killed Ice T because I thought Ice T was gonna live throughout the entire movie, and I was actually really sad when he died. A lot of the Leprechaun kills are sad, to be honest. Because even if I don't like the characters, I'm like, oh, man, like, oh, Morty. <laughs> uh, I did not like Morty. No, I didn't either, but he didn't have to die that way. Um, and then everybody in the fifth movie that died didn't have to die. Like, all of his friends. All of his friends die. The one the where he makes it, the guy, like, shoot himself. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, it was so horrible. It's just, it's not, it's not fun. Like, in a movie that's supposed to be so cartoonish and goofy, like, I understand it's a horror film, but when a guy that calls himself Postmaster P, that either stands for peace or positivity, he exits the film with everyone he knows dead. I'm not having a good time anymore. And he's a star. And Yeah. Well, isn't he a zombie now, too? Yeah. Because at the end, he had the green eyes and all that shit. But before that, he had to watch all of his friends die. Yeah. You know, the last song was actually... The worst. It too. was it's so like, bad. You needed your backup, bro. You got no MC on this, no DJ. It's just it's awful. Just awful. It and it's so also there's like they're not lighting his mouth at all because it's like <laughs> oh he's they never got a good lip sync on this one. Yeah, it was bad. It was all bad. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. I would have loved to see Esmeralda's death in the sixth one. Oh, is that her name? Wait, yeah. Who's the, is that the princess? No, she in the sixth one. She's oh, like the, the fortune teller. She's the one that warned the girls, oh, like, don't did you, take the oh, money. Did you know that that was supposed to be Eartha Kitt? What? That would have been amazing! It would have been amazing. However, I do like who they had. Oh, yeah. And she's played fortune tellers before in movies. Because Eartha Kitt is in, P- no, not Pee Wee, um, Ernest Scared Stupid, right? She's yeah. like the crazy lady. But, yeah, it would have put that movie, like, in a different... 
place. Yeah. In a, in a good place. In a but good I place. liked what yeah. they had. So, I guess the director of the sixth film, I don't recall his name, when he was making this film, he was talking to Warwick Davis, and he was like, I don't want you to, like, s- like stand on cue and, like, throw your hands up and do, like, telekinesis and stuff. I don't want you to rhyme. We're going to, like, be throwing you around, and it's going to be bloody, and you're this creature that is, like, old. You're, like, this old, like, mythical being, and that's important. And he just, like, centered the whole movie around it being, like, fun. It's a little intense, though, yeah. It's, like, a love letter type thing, and he also was striving to make it more of a horror film. And it's just, like, oh, my God. Like, I love that movie so much. And, according to the internet, it's one of the uh, worst-received films, and hardly anybody has seen it. And guess what? Including me. I had never seen Back to the Hood before. It was the only one I had never seen. Well, I mean, the title is horrific. So, like, Here's I... the problem. <laughs> Here's the problem. People that thought that Back to the Hood was the most ridiculous one, like, oh, haha, isn't it funny that they're in, like, Compton now? They probably saw In the Hood and was like, oh, they're, make- they're making a sequel to In the Hood. That has to be so much worse. It has to be, like, a step down from all of the rest of the films, and the films are so bad anyway. But it actually ended up being, in my mind, the best film. Oh, yeah. People either didn't see it because they thought it would be so bad it's not worth watching, or the people that love the Leprechaun movies, and they love all those goofy things, and they don't want it to be serious, they watched that movie and didn't like it because it threw them off that it was, like, too good. Yeah. So it can't win, and it never will. So fuck everyone. (laughs) I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not leaving. I'll stay. It's actually really good. It's like, it's good, especially if you watch all the other movies first, and then Mm -hmm. you get to that, and you're like, oh, this is like The Godfather. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Also, just to forewarn you guys, I have collected, instead of a Creep Corner story being sent in, Mm -hmm. I discovered, um a couple of different really tasty, tasty um, posts via Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember when we did the Pennywise episode and we came across all of those horribly oh, um, yeah. explicit posts oh, yeah. that we were almost too bashful to read? Oh, yeah, because they all talked about being destroyed. Yeah, I found, I found more. <laughs> like, I don't understand why, like, why I don't... They're not too violent. These are more, like, sweet and endearing. And I know what it's supposed to mean. Like, I want you to destroy my whatever. But at the same time, (laughs) it also makes me cringe. Like... It's not gonna... It's not as graphic. So I'm just... It's just interesting the little pockets of of online communities that you'll find where it's mostly younger girls, for the most part, who will find a very ugly, ugly character from a film or television show and just go on and on and on. My theory is, I think that comes out of when something looks like a monster, but he's just on the precipice of being sexy, I feel like, especially with girls, it gives them the most freedom to sexualize them. Because they can look at it as, like, something that's totally not real, and therefore it's okay for them to, like, splurge a little bit with their sexuality. As opposed to, like, lo- like looking at an actor, I think people hold back because they want to be, like, appropriate and unoffensive. Yeah. So I think that's the pattern I'm seeing. 
You've been quiet for a while. I was just going back through some of the uh, the, the production stuff because yeah, I was curious about that. Um, you know, one of the reasons that six also probably didn't do well is that I mean, I know three, four, five, and six were all direct to video, so this is like the fourth of the direct-to-video line, and I can see, like, maybe people were like, well, I'm surprised that more people weren't into it, well, maybe review-wise, because I figured a ton of people would have seen this because I think 5 was pretty damn good. Give us, I don't know. I think 5 was, like, you reach, like, the top of the hill, and then in 2003, it was, people were just like, it's 2003, they're doing another Leprechaun movie, and it's a I think everybody thought it was a direct sequel to Leprechaun in the Hood, and people were just over it. Yeah. Just straight up over the whole Leprechaun thing, and they thought it was stupid. Which doesn't make sense, because if you were into it before, you would assume Leprechaun 2 was a sequel, and it wasn't. And then if you, like, actually watched the series, you'd know. Well, just the fact that they called it Back to the Hood, I think everyone thought it was just a... It was just him going back to the hood. Yeah. And it was going to be, like, way worse. I guess they just thought it was a step down from the poor production of all the other films. Well, that was, like, part of the problematic shit with the last two is because, like, they were in California twice and they made, like, no big deal about it being, like, we're in California or we're in L.A. or we're in Hollywood. But they made a huge point with these all-black cast to be, like, we're in the hood this time. Yeah. You guys. Twice. So they hit a couple... I just feel like they did that so people would know, like, it's kind of black. <laughs> so you can watch it if you like. Yeah. <laughs> Soft and it's like, seafood. the only... Other than the first one, it's like one of the only films where they're just like... Well, I guess it's like half and half where they just like don't show any boobs. They're just like, can we just get to him? Ooh, except for that, that best friend girl that dies... She has in the bathroom. I don't know. Oh, no. Her tummy shirts are insane. However, I know at the time, like, that was a thing, like, Britney Spears and Shakira and, like... Yeah. Oh, those were super big. It was that time when it was, like... Abs are big. It was extremely low-cut jeans and extremely cropped shirts so that you're basically, like, it's, like, just above the vagina and just... Below, under, just covering the boobs. Just covered. But she was just before under boob. But she really was big. wearing that stuff like throughout the film, no matter where she was. Like she was just like hanging out in her house doing dishes at that point. Yeah. And I was like, you look like a like a, a stripper princess Jasmine. But I think at the time maybe that was the style, and I just don't remember it, was, it correctly. It was baggy pants too. It was like baggy. Yeah. They almost looked like they were so big they're gonna slip. And then it was baggy like cut-off shirts, too. <laughs> it was either, like, crop tops or, like, super tight, low-cut. And then, and then in the movie, he's it's his first, like, super long sleeve. He's almost wearing, like, a cape. Oh. It's cute. Like, there's a scene, a shot from him in the back, in the back of his cloak thing, jacket thing that he's wearing, it looks like it was made by Valentino. He oh. looks very, like, um, runway. Oh. It looks really nice. The clothing design is like I don't like his striped crazy. I don't like his striped um tights. Yeah. I don't like those. Um, I think it wasn't until in the hood was when he had like the nicest striped pants because they were like thinner stripes and there was more. Mm-hmm. And in the earlier films, which was, you know, in the nineties, so it was fine, but he had like thicker, like more blocky striped and it was bad. I didn't like it. Uh so the 
Lepre I think Leprechaun 3 was originally supposed to be Leprechaun in the White House. <laughs> what? That would be great. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, and then <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood was supposed to be Leprechaun Spring Break. Oh my gosh. And that actually had a storyline still attached to it, which was um, uh, Lubden uh, decided to go back to Ireland, so he was on a boat, but he got on the like the wrong boat. Oh my god. So he ended up in um, Florida. Oh. Um, that would have been super fun. That's all. Oh, and then something about like then they take his like teenagers take his gold or something. I don't know. Oh my god, that would have been great. Miami. Oh, during spring break, yeah. that would have been so. And then fun. you would have had like bikini ladies around him and stuff. I, I mean, mean, it's just a the opportunity for boobs up through the roof. They probably yeah. would have thrown him in the pool or something. Yeah, they would have just thought he was like there for whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that would have been really great. <laughs> Lots of STD jokes. I mean. That movie writes itself. It really does. And then, um, I guess there's Leprechaun Comics, which I thought, Eric, you'd be interested in. Mm -hmm. I did read about those as I was going, and that's where they revealed his name, right? Yeah. And, uh, that's kind of interesting because in a couple of movies, like, in the start of two, he kind of has a helper, and in the comics, he has, like, someone helping him. It's like, ah, so, like... yeah. Well, well, but it, it sounded weird. It's like it probably almost sounds still interesting, but funny because I imagine he still like kills people, and this poor kid who they have to keep through the series probably has to deal with him. So, I don't know the logistics of this partnership, but I so there was a comic book that came attached with the first film, mm -hmm. which is like the backstory, and it was like super boring. It was just like him going from Ireland to America and chasing this like older man that took his gold. And what I liked about that one was. The leprechaun looks a lot like Warwick Davis's leprechaun, so mm. it, visually, I like the way the leprechaun looks in this comic. Then, in the mid-90s, they started a new comic book series, which is like, like a guy on YouTube was like, saying that it, it was just like the Thor movies. So it was like a fantasy battle world, and there was these things that were like leprechauns, but not, and they were, they took... Love Dan's gold and put it all over the world and there's all these like epic battle scenes with like swords and stuff and there are these like goblins in armor. What on earth? And he teams up with this human boy and the the smart girl that he likes and he has this like he has these like human friends that like help him and it sounds like it's like he's not killing people. He's like people are helping him find his gold and battle these goblins. Which is cool until you remember it's based on a horror movie where he kills people. It's supposed to kill everybody. Yeah, so anyway. So if you guys want to talk about him a little bit more after this, we totally can. But I did grab a bunch of these um, these posts. Mm -hmm. And I got. I hear them because yeah. yeah, this is another one. We that's won't like read them because number interesting one. for people to get into. I'll be bashful. Number two, I'm really bad at reading out loud. I got permission from most of the people. So to preface, URL red eyes slash dragon wrote something and they are currently not writing anymore. So they're just like not, you know, taking requests or anything. Um, Tynal Beyond <laughs> URLs. Tynalbion. <laughs> uh, Tynalbion, yeah. which is T I N A L. B-I-O-N, and Countess and Man, which Countess is... Countess Sandman. 
Countess Sandman. That's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, they are super excited and super supportive of this episode, and they were, like, really sweet and bouncy, and I love them, and they're awesome. And it it is to be said, I didn't get a hold of them today, but URL Mabel T, which is M-A-B-E-L-T-E-A, they're basically someone that just, like, went around to these different Tumblers asking people to write, like, headcanons and, like, little drabbles. Mm -hmm. So most of these writings came from this person running around Tumblr going, hey, can you write this for me? Can you write something? Like, what do you think of this? So they're probably not into Leprechaun anymore. Leprechaun isn't really a franchise that someone's going to be super into for, like, forever. But most of what we're about to read is because of them. So... Um, the first one I'll read, I guess, randomly. It's by Slasher Dash Fanatic. That's Fanatic, right? Yeah. I'm like overly cautious right now. So Slasher Dash Fanatic.tumblr.com. Mabel T requested um, headcanons for mating season for Love Dan. And the Jeepers Creepers Creeper, just FYI. Hmm. That could be another podcast. Okay, Leprechaun's mating lasts for 18 to 21 days, so you're in for a ride. Lubden actually gives you a warning ahead of time, but his significant other could clearly tell from his behavior that he was obviously going through some bodily changes. When his mating season is approaching, his breathing he's breathing deeper and he can't keep his eyes off of you. His trailing claws, he's, maybe you you should reread this. (laughs) When his mating season is approaching, he's breathing deeper and he can't keep his eyes off of you. He's trailing his claws along your legs and on your sides, and he's trailing his tongue all over you, leaving sticky saliva wherever he goes. (laughs) Lubdun hasn't had a woman to take care of his needs in years, so he's taking full advantage. Usually, during... The other times him and his significant other would be intimate, he'd be very romantic. The whole lingerie candles lit everywhere thing. That's right. But he's much more impatient. I assume during mating season. (laughs) He doesn't even wait for his significant other to take the entirety of their clothes off. You'll be left in shreds of the remnants of the clothes he once had on when he's gotten his hands on you. He's really rough. He's going to be taking you from the front and the back. Oh my god. When he's going from the front, he loves to have a good grip on your hips and breast. Just one. Same with the other position. And if you're not vocal about it, you're going to be left with a couple of deep gashes and scratches created from his claws that dig into deep that take a while to heal. And he can go a couple... You don't begin sentences with ants. He can go a... He do... He can go a couple of times throughout the night to make sure he gets his fill. He usually keeps his limit at one to three times because he's all too aware of how easily humans tire out. His intentions, aside from wanting to get rid of his wanton urges, would be to get you very pregnant as soon as possible. He has a <laughs> I very think this might have been the raunchiest one, actually. Sorry. And noticeable breeding kink while he's off. Breeding kink, hey! <laughs> what always makes him come quicker is imagining his cum filling you up. Until you're completely soaked with his seed. (laughs) The thought of his beautiful wife producing him hybrid offspring is exhilarating. 
Not to mention that it totally gives him bragging rights back home. Final paragraph. Lubden makes some temporary adjustments to your body so that having sex with him isn't too uncomfortable, oh, and so sweet. that you're more compatible with him. For example, his skin is textured roughly and scaly, as opposed to your soft flesh. He also makes some additional changes to your height as well, putting you and him at eye level. <laughs> Just so that. everything can happen easier. That's unnecessary. But don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> as said before, this isn't permanent and will only last until his heat is over. Aww. Hashtags about. <laughs> So one to three times a day, you're gashing me with wounds that take a long time to heal. Yeah. For 18 to 21 days. He's not, <laughs> I don't think he would do that. <laughs> he has candlelit dinners. Okay. Tables full of riches. So this was, what is that? It's funny because, so my, tell, tell my middle name is beyond? Albion, so I also do Albion things, so I don't know if this is Tin Albion or Tina Albion. I think their name is Tina. Tina. Hi, I'm Tina. Bien. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, it's just yeah. Tina and Albion okay. together. Again, Mabel T. asked, how about a relationship headcanon with Love Dan and his significant other? Love Dan is a possessive creature by nature, so once he secures you as a, as a, a significant other, you can guarantee that he'll be overbearing most of the time. He's been burned by his wife in the past, and they always love to struggle, so don't take it too personally. He wants to be sure you won't escape, and he's been tricked many times in the past, so you'll have to prove yourself. He's always perverted and provocative, so don't expect him to be any less with you. He'll always make vulgar remarks and try to press you into burying his children. You're a tough cookie to crack, but it won't stop him from trying. He's quite sadistic, and he's been for years, so he always tries to get away with that in private with you, but you're not having any of that. Sometimes you have to put him in his place, and he'll actually like that you can do so. He knows you're a spitfire, but he had no idea you could handle him so well. Consider you willingly wanted to be by his side. After a while, proving yourself, he'll hold you high on a pedestal and make sure all who cross him will suffer both his wrath and yours. Isn't that sweet? They love it. I feel like I'm the only one in the room <laughs> that cares at all <laughs> about how gorgeous he can be. <laughs> I just didn't see it. I know. Some people do. Um... And then Red Eye slash Dragon got this from an anonymous person, so this probably may not have been from Mabel T. So, uh, can I have a headcanon about how Lubden would become jealous over their significant other? Okay, you gotta understand that this guy's a bit insecure about his looks in the first place. Is he? He seems pretty uh, confident in, yeah. his in his looks. Sure, he's got magic, charm, and gold that he refuses to spend, but he knows he wouldn't win a modeling competition unless, of course, he mind-controlled the judges. And seeing you hanging with someone else is going to get his blood boiling. He'll sort of be stomping around, throwing a bit of a fit, all the while <laughs> plotting one-liners and punishments to this person who dared try to place him in your life. But as soon as you come home and carry him in your arms, he'll chill out. <laughs> He can kill What's-His-Face some other time. It's your guy's movie night. Oh, that's kind of cute. Hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Um, and then... Okay, there's only one more. Um, this is by 
Countess Sandman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Requested by Mabel T. Um, hey, Count, I was wondering if you could do a hand cannon about how it is to date the leprechaun. To be honest with you, he drinks a lot, so feel free to join him. If you plan on out drinking him, though, have fun getting alcohol poisoning. He drinks like a goddamn tank for such a small man. The next day, though, he'll be complaining about a killer hangover that'll probably wear off about two or three hours later. I don't think so. I don't... I think he's too magical for that. Yeah. So no, wrong. He well, is one million percent down for marriage and is noti- and is probably the most willing slasher to get hitched. See Leprechaun 2. Yeah. His version of a ring is a collar, however. See? I told you. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, into yeah. that. I was into that. It's gold. However, in case you don't remember, he'll just call that an added bonus or something like that when you ask about it. He gets you a lot of gold stuff. Gold jewelry, gold cutlery, gold-colored makeup, you name it. Gold practically makes you look like an angel in his eyes. He has He has all sorts of stories to tell. He's practically like a walking library. Just ask him to tell you some and he'll sit you down and tell you. He loves telling them, and to you, anyways. His ideal date, and probably your first date, is a candlelit dinner. You'd just be doing whatever in your room, and he appears inside to take you to the kitchen where he's got everything already set up. You honestly shouldn't even question how he got it all done so quickly, but whether you ask him or not is up to you. Personally, I just enjoy it while it lasts. Crying face emoji. <laughs> Hashtag leprechaun. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think reading all of those, the whole things, are important because it's a glimpse into... If you can find it online... I think that's valid. It's porn. Right? Yeah, there's... Actually, no, I couldn't find any porn. I couldn't find any fan fiction. All I could find was things like this. And I suppose that's fair. I mean, I don't know why there isn't any porn or anything. Speaking of actual porn, what I haven't looked up in a while is, like, actual, like, um, porn for the movies we've been doing. I doubt that there's anything for the leprechaun, like a leprechaun porn spoof, but you never know. It's an old franchise. Um, he does get really hungover to the point where he has to, like, drink a whole bunch of coffee to get better. I suppose he gets drunk, yeah. Yeah. Well, why do you find him so sexy? Yeah. I shouldn't go first. (laughs) I, to me, I think it was kind of that thing I went over, like, the thing where he laughs to himself all the time, and, like, that level of being mirthful and evil. I just thought his laugh was kind of his nervous tick. Yeah. But then I was like, no, he's just brimming with dag nasty evil, and I think some people just aren't honest about it when they are like that these days, so it's really courageous of him to kill people how he does. That's it? Yeah. I oh. D- it's not the physical <laughs> stuff. It doesn't do no. it for me one bit. No. Not my type. Oh, no, no. I like no. his giggle. I do like all his one-liners. I think he would be cool to hang out with. He'd be fun to hang out with. I think we'd get competitive in that way. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hanging out with him would be cool. But hot? No, that we're not doing hot or not anymore. This is why do you find him so sexy? Oh yeah. Okay. He is funny. <laughs> he has magical powers. Mm, the powers. He's rich, but I don't know if that's really a plus because he will not spend that money. He really won't. Yeah. What he's does just he do with it? That is an interesting. It's just thing. in his cauldron. But I honestly powers. think he would just be a really fun person to hang out with. When he kidnapped that girl down to his cave, and he was like, "Oh, do you like a drink? Let me make you a drink." 
And then he's like, <laughs> makes himself a shot and takes it. He's like, huh, and like giggles to himself, like, and like is pouring shots and shit. I'm like, oh, you'd be a blast. Because <laughs> he's just like, whatever. Yeah. He's gonna... always in eating and drinking things. He loves junk food. Yeah. Like, you're going to have a good time with you're him. You're going to have a good time with him. He had fun at the bar. Never go to his house. Mm-hmm. The cave? Oh, no. You don't know how to get out of it. You're stuck there. And they might just keep you there against your will. That's what I'm saying. That's not fun. Like, I mean, he'd be cool to hang out with, but you don't go home with it. All right. Uh, Oh, this is rough. Uh, Why do I find him so sexy? Well, um, in the sixth film, when they bring everything kind of back down to earth, he has this look that I only ever see him have in the second film. Because when you think of the leprechaun, he's like rhyming and being twitchy and like weird and bombastic. But in the second film and in the sixth film, there's a good chunk of time where he's just like being very deadly silent and mysterious. And he just like glares and he looks like really wild and creepy. And because he isn't like moving and he's just like watching, you don't know what he's going to do because you're kind of... You're kind of used to him being like, blah, blah, I'm a cartoon. Mm -hmm. So the scene, I guess specifically in the second one I'm thinking of, is a lot of the bar scene. I really love because it's funny and everyone's like, congratulations on getting married. Um, That's awesome. But in most of that scene, it's almost weird that like Morty's trying to like talk to him about stuff and he just like won't answer back and he's just staring at them. Yeah. And it is so hot. (laughs) It's so hot. Uh, yeah, he's, like, really hot, and, like, Warwick Davis is hot, and he's pretty hot when he's in the makeup, and the leprechaun is, like, really good looking, and I don't like his shoes. I think that was my best, my favorite part. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I thought the way that he walked around was super cute. It's cute, but I don't like the shoes. Like, I don't want to be with someone that wears those shoes. I can imagine that because they're platforms, it's like, that is sort of a very transformative thing. That's like where he feels he gets the power for that role, because it's like, he's walking strangely in them because he's not used to them, but it's yeah. also like he's slightly taller. It's like, oh, yeah. The second one also had a great scene where he's like, have I mentioned I want me gold? And it's like, ah, oh, God. No. It's like, no, it's like really? you've, you've already run that line into I'm the surprised. ground so much in the first two movies that you comment on. It's like, this pretty good. This pretty so, good. And he's very self-aware. Um... So, I guess, hashtags, there really wasn't a lot of hashtags, I really had to really dig deep into Tumblr for this, but the hashtags are, when people make a post on Tumblr, they get carte blanche to tag it as however they please. So the ones pertaining to our podcast theme was, hashtag, my first crush and terror, hashtag, zaddy, hashtag, kiss me, I'm Irish. Hashtag add him to the list of monsters I could live happily ever after with. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's cute. I know. Okay. Love Dan. What food would he be? The one I came up with was truffle oil because I don't understand its powers. And it doesn't <laughs> mix well with everything because of number four. Space leprechaun doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, you know, like, pretty tasty, kind of dark, earthy. Yeah, not everybody's cup of tea, but... Yeah. I think I equated him to an... God, now I can't think of the name. Is it Bologi? Bologna? No, not Bologna. <laughs> um, 
it is a specialty dish. I think it's from the Philippines, but it's when the egg is almost ready to hatch and then they boil oh. it and then you eat the bird that's inside. It is called like bologna or something yeah. like that. It's yeah, like yeah. the slightly crunchy egg. Yeah, it's like the bird's already in there. Yeah. yeah. Done. I've seen pictures of and it. And then they boil intrigued. it. Why is it that? Because of the way it looks? Not only because it's the way he looks, but I think that you either like Leprechaun or you don't. Because even though that looks gross to me, there's people who love it. And who, like, eat it and they're just like, this is my jam. Yeah. Like fish heads. Yeah. I'm gonna go super personal here and say chocolate. Because chocolate is delicious. It's considered an aphrodisiac, especially for women. But a lot of different people all around the world make chocolate. And technically... The way chocolate is made is, like, usually, like, really inappropriate and sad and disturbing, so there's that aspect, but when it comes to, like, a bunch of different people making chocolate, you can have really shitty chocolate that tastes super gross and it looks bad, like, I don't know, Cadbury makes bad chocolate, Easter chocolate. Easter chocolate is the worst. Yeah, so there's bad chocolate out there, but not all of them are bad, sometimes there's good chocolate. Um, yeah, so he's... My little chocolate. Ooh, I shouldn't have delicious. said the little. I'm sorry. I just mean like he's my chocolate. <laughs> well, there's like nothing but he jokes about that throughout the entire the series. I don't like it. So, and you he... know what Warwick said was he was talking about other people that could have played him, and he called them um, like a, another short person could have played me. Yeah. Like played Leprechaun, and I liked that. I'm curious <laughs> with the other movie that he's not in. Is the voice the same and all that? Because that's no. what I like about... I mean, I feel like his voice and everything is just great. They Leprechaun... probably went super serious. So, so we are skipping over Leprechaun Origins because that is no longer a film. Everybody hates it and it is dead. <laughs> uh, you're not... It's illegal to watch, so don't even it try. Is? What's illegal to watch? It's horrible. Oh, no, you can't even find it. It's gone. Oh, okay. It's just really bad. I've okay. actually never seen it and I never will. Um, It's trash. Um, but Leprechaun, Leprechaun Returns is fantastic. It's a different actor. It's an actor who loves Warwick Davis. I haven't looked up yet why Warwick Davis wasn't in this film. Oh, I read it. Why is it? Well, wait, but isn't his kids grown? Yeah. Aren't they grown? Yeah. Okay, because I read a thing that he didn't want to do horror films because his kids, but aren't their kids old? His youngest kid is like 18 or something. Okay, well, he might start doing horror films again, because he said once his son turns 18, he'll, he might look into doing horror films. I, I know his daughter is, like, 22 or Yeah, something. I know his daughter's older. But, um, no, Leprechaun Returns is, like, a super fun, great movie. It's a little bit sexist, but it was also written by a woman, so I don't know what that's about. But it happens, like, once in the movie, and, like, the movie gets crazy. Like, the characters are just as crazy as the Leprechaun is, and the Leprechaun is insane he sounds different he looks different and it's weird because it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the original film oh um hmm. it has the the lar- the guy with the overalls the big guy yeah he comes back and it's what? supposed to be the original house to the original film i've heard comes... like origins the original ah, film wow weird wow and it's the same house he comes up out of the well it's great. Oh, it's great. Tell me they got Jennifer Aniston. That's it. Oh, of course they didn't. <laughs> but, Jamie Lee Curtis is a treasure like because be she came. She comes back. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. She's awesome. 
awesome. Well, the the main character in Leprechaun Returns is the daughter of Jennifer Aniston's character. Guess what? What? This month, I'm playing Re- Leprechaun Returns for my weird movie night. Hey. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And it is also St. Patrick's Day this month, so... Yeah. Maybe you're listening to this on St. Patrick's uh, Day this year. Apparently, I'm Don't going get too drunk. <laughs> to be editing this, and I'll be done by the 17th. Don't drink and drive. Like a, like a... Yeah, like don't a, be a doofus. I'll use my leprechaun magic to make it so. Um, so, what do we do next month? Actually, I think it would be a good idea to do uh, Reefer Madness. Yeah. Yeah. So, for April, Easter month, hey, anybody, spring, ah, More flowers, tea, please it. flowers, pastels, we're doing Reefer Madness, the movie musical, starring yeah. Kristen Bell and Neff Campbell's brother. The villain is played by Alan Cumming. He, there, he plays a good three to five villains within the film, so that will be great. Yeah. I think this is our first, no, this is our second musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like us on everything. 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 Facebook, Twitter, hot, Instagram. Bad. Hot, hot bad pod. Super hot villains on Tumblr, Twitter, or everything else. Hot bad pod. Doctor's Choice, Hot Bad Pod. Hot Bad Pod. Doctor's Choice, Hot Bad Pod. Creep Corner Stories. I actually haven't said this in a while. If you want to send in a Creep Corner Story, which is literally anything you have to say about any villain you find attractive in any movie ever, send it in to us. We will read it. The the dirtier it is, the dirtier I'll read it. (laughs) That is true. Because apparently Natasha and I are unable to speak these words out loud. Oh, and send that to hotbadpod at gmail.com. Creep it sleazy. Get permission from Dan. Goodbye. <laughs> I come from the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Lep in the hood, come to do no good. Lep in the hood, come to do no good. Blunt is though this place is high. There's a lass issues just by type. I hate to resort so soon to money. Haven't been late so long, it's happening. I'll show you what to do, so lend an ear. Don't worry, little lassie, you've got nothing to fear. Sit with the lad who's lean and green, and let me show you why I'm a love machine.